that's like how it's supposed Which to come is a bit out. Gross, by the way. Yeah, I never notice it because it's just like you know whatever, right? Well, hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on a minute. So are you saying you put it in, sleep with it, so it goes further in the year or goes straight out the year? I don't like, sleep with anything you... in. <laughs> I just let it work its its natural course. When? Where? How? Every day. What in the morning? Every day. I, I never use oil or anything. I just let my ears do what they're supposed to do. Oh, and it comes out of your ear, you're saying? Well, I mean, it should oh. do. In the, like when you're sleeping, it should dry up and then flake out part by part. That's how. That's, that's like the okay. natural cycle of wax in your ear. I'm with you. Okay. That's what's supposed yeah. to happen. But I think the reason why I'm saying about sleeping is I think if depending on which side I sleep on, it tends to either clear or not clear as much. Yeah. But the problem with that is I have to, I have to sleep on my left side because if I sleep on my right side, my jaw locks. So my right ear really? locks more often than my left ear, yeah. Shit. So it's literally like a thing where I either have a partially deafened right ear and no locked jaw, or a locked jaw and my ears are fine. <laughs> locked jaw, is it... How, how so, is it just locked towards so one side? Locked right jaw then? is actually a partially a stress-related illness or like a uh, symptom. So basically, yeah. if you're too stressed at work or in anything, you know, anxious about anything, you have something called TMG, TMJ, which is basically when you grind your teeth in your sleep, your muscles in your jaw uh, sort of contract in such a way that your jaw can't open anymore. Okay. And I have I have that, basically. So I, I grind my teeth in my sleep and my jaw locks, but only if I sleep on my right side. <laughs> It's taken me years to figure this out, by the way. I now know how to unlock my jaw properly. There's like certain exercises I have to do if I wake up with a locked jaw. Really? Yeah, this is every day, by the way. Do, do you get scared about it? Yeah, sometimes, because there, there was one period where it didn't, it didn't unlock for two and a half weeks. Could you talk? Uh, barely, and I could barely eat as well. I had to like, yeah, no, I, I had to like cut up my food really small and oh. shove it in the little gap that would go in there. <laughs> how did... Uh, and this is while this I was happen? working as well. This was like year, probably about a year ago. Oh, mate. I mean, what? I think for the last two months since the start of, I'd say, uh, February, so from February to the end of March, my jaw locked every morning, every day for the last two months. And then since I've been off work, my lock, my jaw hasn't locked in the last week or so, maybe a week and a half. Oh, so and that, that seems to show the sign that it is a stress related thing because yeah. you're off work as soon as, I, as soon as I relax enough my jaw relaxes and my whole body just loosens up and I'm fine again oh. <laughs> so there you go real world problems there you go <laughs> yeah yeah. Play, man. well I'm glad you have problems because I have problems as yeah, well everyone's got problems we just, we, the thing is we can't compare each other's problems because then it becomes a competition and then oh, we no, fall no, out no, 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 we don't no, want to no, do no, that no, no. do we no, 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 no. I'd, no, I'd, no, I'd hate no. to ever do that with someone to be like, I have worse problems than you do. Nah. No, 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 no. But also, it's difficult, isn't it? Because some problems don't bother me, whereas they could bother you, for example. Yeah, exactly. So, it's to each uh, their own on that one, definitely. Like wearing glasses, for example. Like you wear glasses now, don't you? But I've worn glasses since I was little. So do they bother you? I don't. Do they? If anything, I you... prefer having them on my face. <laughs> I hate taking them off. Because <laughs> you can see, or because I can see. Finally, for yeah, the first man. time in like 10 years. 
Absolutely. I, have, I didn't know I was blind. <laughs> the great thing is, though, Jay, is that, like you say, it, take, it takes years to actually figure out that you've got, you know, quotation problems. Yeah, any amount of eye issue, yeah. Yeah, well, of, of any bodily thing slash, you know, a mental thing whatever oh mental so definitely yeah at least at least when you identify you can start tackling yeah it. get a solution get some sort of uh either short-term or long-term solution yeah exactly yeah exactly exactly cool well you sound very energetic today jay so yeah, i heard um... you screaming on the mic a bit before i came back on so i was finishing my lunch and yeah. i didn't help but think, is he getting stuck in Final Fantasy VII here? Like, what's the... Oh. Um, no, it's 13 I'm, I'm working on at the minute. Still, okay. I was just checking, because... No, no, yeah, so how come you were, like... Because I, I think I went off the... I took my headphones off, like, I could just hear you go, like... Oh, God! Yeah, like, no, that, was, that was me stretching, but also very happy uh... that... I finally found videos of people who are tackling the hard challenges on Seven. so... <laughs> I, can, I can finally get some sort of insight into how to beat them efficiently. Got you. So as soon Got as I, as soon as I finish thirteen, I'll, I'll look up some more videos and some more strategies and start working on that. And then as soon as I finish those hard challenges, I will finish it on hard. Fair play, mate. It'll probably take me a lot longer than thirty-one hours, but we'll see. Well, Jay, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TGO show. Here we are, hosted. With your friendly neighbourhood, Nick and Jay. <laughs> what uh, am I, Jay... not friendly neighbourhood? <laughs> oh, no, I just think it, you are a friendly neighbourhood, but, uh, you know, mine kind of, like, bounces because it's Nick on the end. Like, friendly neighbourhood, Jay, still quite bouncy. Wow. Still quite bouncy. Wow. Just not, I'm not sure if it is as bouncy as friendly <sighs> neighbourhood, Nick, you know? Yeah, all right, I got you. Whatever. Would you like a nickname? <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, I'm more than happy for, you know, Locked Up George A, because that bounces uh, right off the tongue. Yeah, Locked you know? lock George A sounds fine. Lock jo- lo- okay, so move the, remove that up, Locked George A. Just Locked George, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, just Lock, just Lock. Yeah, just yeah. Call me, call me. That'd be actually, that's actually a quite a cool nickname, Lock. What's well, like the, the Tom Hardy film? Yeah. Where he's in the car, the whole film, have you seen it? Um, No, I have to look that one up. It's also like okay. Lock and Key. Lock and still need to watch. I've read it, but I need to. I need to watch it on Netflix. Lock and key. Yeah, I've never asked you this, Jay, for fear of your answer. Oh but no! Do you, like are this. you really? Are you really annoyed that I put your, the letter J instead of your name, Jay, on the uh, TGO show description? Oh no! I was a bit confused initially. Okay. Um, but it's then, like, oh, what the fuck? What can't you type? I don't know. I was just, I, it was more just like befuddlement. I was like, why wouldn't he put my? I mean, it's technically the same sound, J and J. Right. It's just without two letters. So I don't know. Whatever. It's just not as cool, man. You know. I guess. It's yeah. Cool with the kids. I mean, I don't call you Nicholas, so you know. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever, isn't it? It's whatever. Well, I'm more than happy to change it back if you if no, you want me to. I'm fine with it. It's all good. Um, also, mate, you should just text me and just say like, "Oh, by the way." Um, no, you know, I, it was, in my in my mind, it was more of like, "Well, that's a creative decision, or whatever he wants to do." I don't know. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not well, gonna. You know. No, no, no. Fair play, mate. So we've got we've got a lot to talk about today, Jay. We've got a lot of things to discuss in the show. We've got Final Fantasy VII verdict from yourself. Yeah. Who has finished the game I have. Big, 
big news. I'm tearing up. And the, thankfully, uh, a lot of people online have finished it and are discussing the ending. And because the ending sort of, you, right? I'm not going to say anything, but the ending sort of leaves it sort of open to new criticism slash sort of like because it's not the same game essentially. It's it's the same story but slightly different. So. I, th- I think you're treading a bit too harsh there, Jay. No, I think um, I think it's fine. It's it's. I mean, they. I mean, they even. They, well, no, I think that's fine. What I'm saying is fine. Right. It really is like okay. that. No one. Well, going well, into hey, this, hey, you've you've played it. I haven't played it. Well, so. no, I think no one going into playing it would be like expecting the exact same game. Maybe some people will though. That's the thing. This is actually something I want to bring up because this you can compare this right to the Resident Evil remakes that have been done recently. Yeah. Which so, are also on the show. Today. Resident Evil Two was uh, an exact remake, right? It was the same and the same. Yeah. Right. Same story, same missions played out. Everything was a hundred percent the same. Uh, I th- I want to say it's the same for Resident Evil Three as well. Um, but a lot of people are having problems with Three at the minute because it's exactly the same, right? Yeah. So, I think what ff7 have done either intentionally or non-intentionally have seen resident evil 2 and potentially part of resident evil 3 and gone oh we don't want to make the same mistake they did because they're getting more criticism from their game than we want for ours i mean we want a level of criticism we just don't want it as harsh as what they do or what are they having right now right well yeah okay sure and also i guess you could say the same thing about the marvel movies that have come out over the last 10 plus years Mm-hmm. There's those stories from Iron Man 1 to Endgame are not an exact retelling of the initial story, which is right, the, in the comics. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's similar. It's that it. No, yeah, if anything. It's it inspiration. Like right? he's not. Thanos isn't trying to um, impress death. Yeah, exactly. Which would have been amazing, yeah. but you know. Yeah, well, they reference that in the fir- at the end of the first Avengers, don't they? Yeah, the guys. The guys think, like would caught. Death. I mean, my my part of the whole death thing is actually the the, de- the Deadpool crossover because Deadpool is actually in a relationship with death at one point. So, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's like my tie-in with Deadpool. But regardless, which will never happen with bloody Avengers. But there we go, mate. Never say never. Yeah, I know. X Men first. That's what we want. Anything is possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they they're not exactly the same. I think people would have still enjoyed them, but the people who have read the comics already would have probably have had of would have had a little bit of an issue with it being exactly the same because you can't please everybody, right? So instead of trying to please just the comic people or just the people who have played the original game, you want to try and do both. But by also letting down some amount of people, you you really, there's no, you know, definitive way. Yeah, there really isn't. They've made a a decision to do something, it sounds like, a bit different to what a traditional (laughs) remake may do. And they've taken a risk, and in that risk, I think they're hoping to break through the traditional remake uh, expectations. I suppose. I think they're also. I don't know. Actually, they probably would have done that. I'm just trying to think. Like, so they. I think this also. Okay, hold on, Jay. Hey, let me let me break you up if that's okay, mate. So, should we? Let's just dive into the the effing headline of this show, which is your verdict review call it whatever you want it doesn't matter a final fantasy 7 remake which fyi has been remade 
and released and you've completed it. Yeah. <laughs> which is nuts. Yeah. It's it's nuts. I so, mean, it is, but it's not the full game. That's the that's part of the thing of it right. being as like if they just yeah. if they'd made this into like a hundred and eighty hour long or like a hundred and twenty hour long game that spanned across three discs that yeah. would have taken definitely more than ten years to make. Um then yeah, it probably would have been more impressive, but because it's only the first one of the potentially two or three, then it doesn't well, matter. Yeah, and and, but, and, and I mean, spoiler not the because that's not that they've definitely yeah know, that's, said that. that that's widely known. Yeah, but my question then is, I guess, does it feel that the best way to put this, Jay, in in a word, is does it feel right at this length, considering we have games like The Witcher Three and Skyrim? which are the length you're talking about to the quality I think you're talking about, so mm. to speak, at the time. So, you know, why hasn't Square Enix... Does it feel justified? Does it feel right at this length? What, like between 30 and 40 hours? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of glad they did it this way because they are doing three parts and they're between 30 and 40 hours each. That's in a total of 90 to 120 hours, right? But at the cost of triple the cost for the consumer. Yeah, whereas uh, Witcher is 100 hours, right? Mate, I mean, I I personally, I got the Game of the Year edition, which I guess is cheating, but it took me well over 200 hours. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Replayed it it on the hardest difficulty, sorry. No, that's fine. We're we're probably going to bring this up a little bit later, but in terms of, like, you know, what's too long for a game and what's too short for a game, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. is, is 200 hours... Like, it it kind of depends on whether you think you want more for your money, or do you think that... Because you can... I love this comparison. There's a good comparison with Ricky Gervais, right? Okay, he, cool. he deliberately makes series that only last two series long. Because he knows if he goes too long, there's a chance that it'll die out, and it'll be sort of left at a bad point in history, right? Which is kind of what's happened with Game of Thrones, you could say, right? Mm-hmm. That it went on too long, and the same with probably Walking Dead as well. A lot of people say that it's gone too long. And it's now, it's been around long enough to become see itself become the villain, as you could say, right? Yeah. And Ricky Gervais makes a point with all of his TV shows that they only last two series, and they're all brilliant because they have only lasted that long, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess you could do a similar thing with games in that you only make a certain amount at a certain length because if this was 100 hours long, it would probably get a bit, you know, draining and a bit too yeah. much, I think. Which I, it's uh, kind of how I felt a little bit with Witcher, actually. It got a bit much. <laughs> I think it's a great, great, well, great point of view you bring up there, Jay. And I think you are right. Let's cut the fat. Let's stop any possibility of adding pointless or fruitless content to this game and let's get it the best it can be and who cares if it's three hours long 30 hours long 300 hours long if it's the right thing to do for the game then it will last and Mm. i think so for example journey oh dude exactly the same thing you read my mind you read my mind four hours Nobody cares about the length of the game Dude, because game everybody loves stands. the impact of it. That game has legs. That game has gone down in history for being exactly. a brilliant game, but it's it's so short. It's just, oh, chef's kiss. Exactly. 
And then the other end, you've got the, you've got the middle games, kind of like I guess your Hellblades, and I mean that's such a classic double A example. Is that like twenty, years. like between ten and twenty hours? Is that middle? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Like ten, like even Spider Man, you could argue. Um, non-completionist i think only took me i mean i completed everything and i think it took me about 30 plus hours yeah, I think, right. maybe 40. yeah. Uh, and then you've got like what i'm thinking of which are three skyrims which are the 150 hour 100 hour experience but for me the witcher 3 is that good that yeah. i actually felt compelled to do every achievement in that game even though it was that long I felt again, the game was such a high enough quality. Maybe you disagree with that. Well, again, I kind of you can compare it to like. Oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> Wait, lost a train of thought now. What were you saying just then? You were saying about Witcher Three being really long. Being really long. Really high enough oh right, yeah. You could just say. I guess you could say it was like personal preference again, right? Where yeah. like with Spider Man, it's a good comparison. I felt like I I played that game and then I did New Game Plus and then I did I did played it again on hard and I played it again on New Game Plus hard. But I did it four times because of how much I loved the game. Right, Spider Man right. is like one of those things that personally to me is enough. It holds up long enough for me to want to play it for that long. Versus yeah. obviously some games like for me it's kind of The Witcher and everything like that. But like I don't think I could get through. I mean, more than fifty hours, I'd say. Like for me, it doesn't, it doesn't hold a place personally for me yeah. as much as something like Spider Man or or Final Fantasy. But it's, I it's so interesting that you bring that point up, Jay, because like you say, if the game's good enough and it has the right progression slash achievement trophy system, even if it's twenty hours long, like Spider Man's main campaign or something, you know, to that extent. You'll replay it to the point where you've played it as much as the, you would play The Witcher Three anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a win-win scenario if yeah. you do it right. Like you say, it's kind of like okay, God of War's like what a third or like a quarter of the length of The Witcher, but it has this much impact and has this much replayability if you want to do the New Game Plus mode. And by the end of it, you'll probably be playing to a similar kind of length to The Witcher Three, perhaps depending mm. on how you play The Witcher Three. So it really is just about what's good for the game. But the thing that gets me, Jay, if we're on this discussion, okay, yeah. is the length of the games is a great conversation to have with single-player games, but then it just completely changes with multiplayer, oh, especially yeah. oh. with these games as a, as a service, um, you know, gas, we could call them. Mm. So, wait, wait, so in the, in, the, in the professional world, software as a service is a well-known term, right? But then in the games industry world, nobody uses the acronym GAS, which is Games as a Service, which is literally would be the exact same acronym as SAS, just with games instead of software. And I find that really weird that no one uses that. But anyway, I'm going to start on, you, you might want to like just educate me a little bit on what that means. Yeah, 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 sure. So software as a service is basically Office 365 as a subscription. Oh, okay. it's, it's providing software or Zoom or Skype, anything that charges on a subscription basis. It's using software or technology as a service, i.e., as a subscription. So do you have to. You mean you have to pay for it? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, and what I'm saying is that we use the same acronym for games nowadays, but nobody uses the actual acronym GAS, like okay. games as a service. Sure. But everybody says SAS. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm getting you now. I'm getting you now. So yeah. So, um, so games as a as a live product, some people say. Okay. Um, it's interesting because to me, they're all too daunting for me. 
but I'll happily spend 200 hours in Red Dead 2, if not longer. So what's that about? As in, I look at... So, for example, I look at the Division 2, Destiny 2, and I think, like, oh, yeah, they look like really, really solid games. Do you want to play them? Do I want to dive into five-plus DLCs, all included, like, from from the day one that I start playing? No, no. effing <laughs> way. No, you've got daily challenges, weekly challenges, monthly challenges. Like, no way. That is more daunting than, like, having to watch 50 films in five days to me. I know that's what humanly yeah, possible. No, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean, yeah. Now, whenever just... I see, whenever I sort of come to a game late and I've already missed out on the, the initial hype, it kind of feels yeah. a little bit, sometimes it feels a little bit daunting to to jump in. But there there have been other times where I've come back to, you know, a game late and it's been, you know, just as good, if not better, I can imagine. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, so let's go back to the seven, mate. Yeah. So we've spoken about this on the phone because it, I don't think it could wait. So no, I needed to let something out. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to let you, yeah, uh, do a you know a, a kind of just just go for it and give me all of your thoughts. Kind of you know not trying to give away any spoilers of final. Give me all your thoughts on Final Fantasy VII remake and what I want to know your reaction. I want to know how you feel about it. I want to know what how is it a good game? Give me everything. Just, just take your time. Just, just go for it. Okay, so Final Fantasy, any, any sort of Final Fantasy game initially for me, one of the biggest things about it is the combat system. And I think a lot of people uh, definitely think this if they are pretty, you know, any amount of Final Fantasy fan, or even if they're not a Final Fantasy fan, um, depending on what games they've played before, whether it be action or, you know, any amount of RPG, they've probably they may or may not have come across a similar combat system. And I think that Final Fantasies definitely do a really good job at teaching you the combat system from the get-go, because obviously it's like the main thing about it, really, isn't it? So so I was, I was kind of, like we said before, you know, it was a bit scary going into something where you didn't know the combat system. And it, it's, it's, you know, the main part of it. So you kind of want to be good at it. And luckily, I, you know, I got there, which was I was very happy about. And I think people who have played Final Fantasy the original will be happy with this because it, it still incorporates the ATB system from beforehand. So I'm happy about that. So once we get past the combat part of it, I guess it's like the overall look. And I will say this game is beautiful like it really really is like it's the best looking game at the minute i think i don't i'm trying to have you got any like examples of games that, that you think at the right now are the best they've ever looked or will ever look red, red dead 2 for me is the best looking game made today yeah no i think this tops it really like in terms of character um graphics i'd say so yeah but in terms of uh La- landscapes and backgrounds definitely not okay i get what you're saying because from the trailers it looks like that square enix's look of a final fantasy character is almost perfected in this game oh no it's they've they've perfected it so uh i might have mentioned before but there's, there's, a, there's a film that came out to do with final fantasy 7 it's part of the actual canon of the series called advent children and the graphics yeah. in that for the time, I think it was like 2005 that came out. It might have been earlier, 2004 maybe. The graphics at the time for that, CGI-wise and like animation-wise, were like top-notch. They were the best. And I think 
they've actually managed to reach that level, if not improve on it, but in actual in-game. So all the cutscenes in the game are in-game graphics, and they look better than that film does, and that's like that's a big, big step, I think. I think from now on, games are going to look a lot better than they ever have, <laughs> which Do I guess is like that... yeah, a given, but, you know, we've come a long way. That was a purposeful development? Oh, 100%. Uh, because right, okay. they want this game they want this game to live as long as the previous one if not longer in terms of like it's you know it's name it's the oh, brand like final yeah. fantasy 7 the original one looks awful now yes but it's it's lived it's lived on for 23 years like it's still as popular as it was 23 years ago like yeah. people still know what it is so it, they need to make enough of an impact, you know, more than just it being Final Fantasy VII. They need to make, you know, it needs to look good enough. It needs to hold. There's definitely a standard um, that is being upheld by the guys over at Square Enix, and I'm very happy about it because <laughs> this game, you know, there's a lot of games that don't hold up, but this one will hold up for a long time, I think. Like, I think the the graphic level isn't going to get much better than that for. Well, I don't know. I mean, it could get, it could all of a sudden get exponentially better, but I think it'll hold up for quite a while at this point. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the story, um, I've I, it's it's taken me a while to sort of come to terms with being happy or not whether the the story taken from a original source has been changed in any way. Like the Marvel films were definitely a thing for me, where I was like, oh, I just wanted it to be. You know, the comics, but made into films. Like, what does it be the same thing? Uh, and it wasn't. And I was a little bit upset about that initially, but I still had enough love for the films to want to keep watching it and still love it, for, you know, for what it was. And I've, I'm kind of having that same feeling with, with this. Like, the story is different, but I think it's for the better. And if anything, I think they've part of the reason why it's different is because they want people to... Because they, they want people to come back to the second one thinking, I have no idea what's going to happen. I need to buy right. the next one so I do know what's going to happen. Does that make sense? Do you think, yeah, of course. And do you think they've changed, if they have changed things, you know, massively, just just as a cash, you know, just to lure players into the next the next phase? Yeah, no, 100%. I don't think that's the sole reason. I think it's, it's a good, it's, you know, it's a that's bonus. Good. It's an added bonus for just having something fresh, something new to do. Like, obviously, the guys who worked on this are the same people who worked on the previous one. They didn't yeah. want to just make the same thing again, so they thought, ah, we'll do the same thing, but just imp- either improve on it or make it more interesting for ourselves as well as, as, well as other people. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to do a partially spoiler thing on, like, uh, maybe not right now, but maybe in the future, of just like a, like a, what's the best word? I guess like theories on like theories on what the ending could actually mean. Okay. But I might I might just leave that and let that just like you know uh, gestate over the next couple months or years <laughs> until the next one comes out because the ending sort of leaves you with oh we know we don't we know what's going to happen now so and if de- I, yeah. one of the things the guys the developer said is they wanted people to understand the story. But if anything, they've they've left it on such a hanger that it actually makes it kind of more confusing. <laughs> and what I've heard online 
it sounds like there are moments in the story which sound very confusing to people who haven't played Final Fantasy VII before. Yeah, if you didn't know the story, you wouldn't understand this, I don't think. Isn't that a very poor, you know, a bad thing about this game? Yeah, I'm still trying to decide whether, if I didn't know the story, whether this would still, whether I'd still get it or not. I think there's definitely things to get, and you definitely get, I'd say you get a general sense of what the story is. Yeah. And I think that's basically what they're trying to do. They're trying to have enough of a hook for new players to want to stay and see what's going to happen next. But they want, obviously, that people who know the in-depth stuff will have already figured all the stuff out and can kind of have a good gauge on what's going to happen next. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm at the point now where I'm like, oh, okay, I can pretend I have a few ideas about what could happen next, and hopefully they do that one and not that one. Because if they do that one, I'm going to be a little bit more annoyed if they, if they do that one versus that one. <laughs> like that kind of situation. Yeah. I think like certain stories can get a bit tropey and a bit annoying if they if they, you know, involve a certain thing that they want to do with it. So I can't really say any more than that because it'll spoil it. So. <laughs> Okay. Um, so yeah, carry on. So yeah, in terms of like an overall thing, I would definitely say this game is worth getting. It'll you will not be disappointed at all. I think newer people who aren't used to playing this game will probably struggle a little bit more than um, if you don't. But playing it on easy is going to be you know a good option, and it is pretty easy to do. So. And overall, then you think it's it's met the expect the, the colossal expectations. There's a person I follow online who is like a very, very big fan of Final Fantasy VII. And he's playing it right now. I don't know if he's finished it. Please, I know he's taking his time with it. But I think I'll get his verdict. And I'll probably, I trust him enough to better have the same, potentially the same verdict as what he has. So I think once I hear his verdict, I'll be able to form my own opinion off of that, I think. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> like it's, you, you... I'm you not understand his fan love of, the... Yeah, his love yeah. is goes beyond anybody else's. Like this guy this guy's so much of a fan that he actually got to spend a lot of the time a lot of time with the developers and he got a lot of early access with a lot of the game before it came out. Yeah. Like the developers noticed his because he's he's like he's a guy he's like a streamer, he's like a YouTube creator, right? So he's had he's been on YouTube since day one creating content about this game and like the amount of dedication he's put towards the final fantasy series the developers of the game have recognized that and given him privileges to better allow him to better enjoy even more than other people yeah a so bit like, like the nomad colossus guy of for shadow colossus yeah exactly exactly very similar very anyway. similar yeah. very similar yeah. so yeah. yeah i'm kind of waiting to see what he says and then i'll be able to but in terms of before i hear what he says i'd say that yes, this will be a staple, and will probably go in in history, <laughs> and hopefully won't won't be one of those things where it becomes its own villain with the sequel. Hopefully, the sequel, even though it's not really a sequel, it's you know a continuation of. Yeah. But hopefully, they can they can do if they if the next game is any, even close to as good as this one, then it'll be fine. <laughs> How did they pull this off, Jay? <sighs> it's it's weird, like. The, the amount of like detail in this game is ridiculous. Like the amount of like the level of like developerness, as I guess, as you you know, like they they must have done some like really ridiculous stuff, like technology wise, to really get this far. Like it's insane. I can't. I'm kind of like amazed by how you know how much game developers are able to do nowadays. 
How do they go from making Kingdom Hearts 3, which, to oh, be okay. fair, as far as I'm aware, delivers on all the fan expectations and is a great game in terms of you know graphics, systems, um, polish, mm. even though it took years and years. You could argue that's a marketing issue, not a development issue. Yeah. Um, and they go for Final Fantasy 15, which, again, was, well... Good. It looks amazing, and yeah, I like it yeah, a lot. Yeah. It. You liked it a lot. It, considering the weight and the anticipation, I think it at least met those expectations also, but didn't perhaps exceed them. And I think some people were left a bit um, annoyed that it wasn't perhaps the game they wanted. Have they gone from that sort of company where they're making good games, perhaps not great games, and then meeting the expectation of, again, releasing another one of their games, which has taken forever to develop. And I'm hopefully now, I'm hoping that they've gotten rid of all the old projects and they're just, you know, and and they're kind of, they're, they're focused on what they have now instead of te- telling us about the same game for 10 years. I'm hoping that, that, that you know, that's the future Square Enix. How have they gone from developing those types of games to, to just p- basically pulling out of the air a perhaps best it could possibly be remake of final fantasy 7 can you imagine it being any better how have they done how have they gone from one to the other yeah it's weird like you said about we said before about you know there's no perfect game but i think this is pretty close like i think this is about as close as you want to get you don't really want to get any more perfect than this because then it would be too perfect and we'd have an issue right because i don't i don't like we said before you can't you can't get perfection when it comes to a game i think this is I think Squares have been around around long enough now, and the technology is caught up, where they are finally able to get what's in their minds out into the real world and actually deliver on something like that. I think fifteen was like a re- like everything before seven remake was just a stepping stone, a milestone to get to where they are now. And you could probably say the same thing about any game that came out before the original seven or fifteen or thirteen or anything that's come out in between. Like every game before that has led up to that point. And each new Final Fantasy title is sort of like the pinnacle of what could possibly happen with that title at the time. I don't think Final Fantasy have, have ever released a bad Final Fantasy game. There's never been sure. a bad one. I don't think, like, I mean, you could obviously argue, but. Poorer ones, but I never think, a bad I one. I think in general, like. Yeah. Yeah, they just they del- they deliver every time because they're just great at it now. They've been doing it for so long that they can't really muck up. It's difficult to do bad now because they, the thing is they don't get comfortable. I think that's what's good about it is that they're constantly striving to do new things, which is a part of the reason, I guess, why they changed the story a little bit, right? They, don't, they didn't want to get comfortable with the fact that they knew what they had to do to just make the same thing over again. They didn't want to do that. They wanted to be able to challenge themselves to be able to constantly improve. And I think yeah. constant improvement allows you to make mistakes, learn from them, and then actually deliver the product you want. Th- you know, you shoot for the stars and you you land on the moon type situation, right? Yeah. So once you've landed on the moon, you then try again and you keep you keep trying until you get it. And I think they don't release a product until they've got it. So they've obviously hit the mark perfectly. So this, from what I can tell, will be the main focus of Square Enix, at least in the Final Fantasy side of things for the next oh, few 100%. years. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I, I wouldn't imagine. I mean, the only other option when it comes to releasing a new thing would be a, a whole new IP, I imagine, right? Or a, uh, like Final a, a new Final Fantasy, I mean, yeah. So it'd be like Final Fantasy 16, 17, whatever it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> like at that point, I'd hope it would be 
I don't. I can't imagine them doing a, a, a remake of like nine or three or. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, what does this do in terms of remake expectations? Because there is no way they are giving this kind of treatment to another Final Fantasy game in their in their back catalogue because that would just take another ten years. If not one, this is the thing. One could hope this is definitely like a good look into the future of potential Final Fantasy because they're either going to make use this technology to make a whole new Final Fantasy story. Or a continuation of another one, you know, like fifteen yeah. or thirteen or one, yeah. two, three, four, you know, continued. But it also leaves it literally it gives them enough content forever now, right? If it takes ten years to make one of these games, they could literally start with one and just go through them all again up to like maybe ten. Yeah, ten is yeah. started to actually start to look good. So I reckon if they did one to nine again, that's what the next century sorted out. Yeah, <laughs> like they're good. Yeah. Like they're these guys is ne- the next generation of Square Enix is going to look good. Like it's not going to look bad. That they're set for life. Like they're set for at least another two generations at least. Yeah, it's funny you say that because, like you say, it, if they want to, they've got they've already written the stories and made the games to set themselves out for remakes for the next hundred years. If they really want to do that. minimum a hundred years, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I want to live yeah. forever now. I can't wait to play like Final Fantasy IX uh, remake. I can't wait to play it, dude. I just can't see it happening, mate. Like, oh no, I probably won't. Of, but I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get we. This the thing that strikes me is so bizarre is that they don't usually go to the past per se. Oh, they do HD remasters and ports for Final Fantasy X and X2 and all these different consoles and we're now getting all the Final Fantasies on Game Pass and all that good stuff and Final Fantasy XIII is on backwards compatible. Mm. But it, it seems like Square Enix's first knock out of the park in some time. And it's funny that that has come from a old Final Fantasy Yeah, game. previous title. You're actually in, making in, a really good new, point. In new systems. It's like, it's because 13, let's be, let's be blunt about it, yep. the combat was near perfect. And the systems and the, the, like, the location design and how the characters looked was near perfect. It was For the time, just, yeah, definitely. It, yeah, for the time. It was just the kind of story and the characters that I think people would have had a problem with if they had a problem with that game. Everything else, you look at it from a technical point of view, and it's like a pretty much a pretty a marvel, I would say. Yeah, I guess one thing you you can't complain about in a Final Fantasy game is how it looks or plays. You exactly. Could, the only th- I, I'd say the general consensus for every Final Fantasy game after twelve and before remake, i.e., thirteen, thirteen two, uh, Lightning Returns, and fifteen. The only thing that people have had a problem with with those games is the story. Yeah. So I think what you can look at there is, well, if we know we're always going to do good on the the graphics and the way it plays, what we should be concentrating on is improving our storytelling, right? But one yeah. thing Final Fantasy has always done is managed to tell a in-depth, very, very historical, deep story of a universe that they've made up completely. Like it's been completely out of the mind of someone, one person or a group of people. Like how insane is it they can do that once, let alone 15, 17, 20 times they've done it probably more, right? They've done it so many times and they've improved on it each time, but there's people are still complaining about the story. 
don't complain. Like, I feel like you should. People, nobody should com- ever complain about a Final Fantasy story ever, 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 ever. Never ever, because it doesn't matter if it's bad or good. It, should, it doesn't matter if it's bad or good. It's just happened, and I think you should appreciate it for it ever happening. Let alone, you know, anything else. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a great point, mate. Like you say, Final Fantasy, in a way, is that perfect series because it has the fresh start if they want it. Yeah, they've got a fresh start whenever they want. Whenever they want. Yeah, and like you say, in a way, in a way, it is a brand new IP every time. Yeah, Apart from, you could argue, apart from the sequels, and you could argue the Fabulous Novella, Christos, whatever the hell it's called, um, Lore of the Recent Games, you could argue that it's it's it, you know it has a lot of similarities like chocobos and crystals and game mechanics and things like that. But for the most part, they could just start completely anew if they wanted to. Yeah, I think like the the people had a massive issue with the thirteen story and the the fifteen story because it, it's sort of like the the 13 the story didn't really make much sense initially and then they they fixed it with 132 and lightning returns they fixed the story finally came to a close but i feel like it was initially it was supposed to be a trilogy like it's one of those things where it's supposed to be a trilogy which i guess is what they're kind of doing with 7 remake is that the first game is not going to make any amount of sense <laughs> the second one's probably going to clear a few things up and give you it's going to be the setup for the third one, and then the third one's going to tie it all up in a bow, and you're going to be so happy with, that you ever even played any of them that the first story and the second story didn't even matter as long as it ended well enough. Now, mm. the now, thing is, the third, I think the second and the third game are literally going to improve the first game immensely, which is what is exactly what's happened with 13, 13 2, and Night of Returns. The first game, a lot of people didn't like. Second game, it gave you enough of a story to then appreciate the first one a little bit more. And then it also told you what was going to happen more of what was going to happen in the next one. And then the next one told you everything that happened, finished it. Voila, you have a, a great trilogy. That's what a trilogy, I think, is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you think the the first part of any trilogy is supposed to make you want to come back for the next one. It's supposed to leave you entirely confused and like, what the hell do I just watch, witness, play, whatever. You come, you're intrigued enough to come back for the second one. You do the second one. You watch it. You play it. You whatever. And you're like, right, I now have a better understanding of what's going to happen next and what has previously happened. And then the third one gives you that ultimate reward at the end and now you're, you're fulfilled, right? And I think that's what most Final Fantasy games do. Is they start off a bit iffy in terms of... People only think it's bad because they don't understand it, right? You, you, you're fearful of what you don't understand. So if anything, I think it's actually... a Final Fantasy is so much more in-depth than you think. It's really like it's it's playing with the human condition. Like it's making they know exactly how to play with the human mind. Like they give the human mind exactly what it wants and doesn't want at the exact same time. And you I think, think they do that on purpose. Oh, entirely. And I think that is what makes Final Fantasy, the storytelling of Final Fantasy, way more impressive than people give it credit for. I think they literally have the perfect formula for perfect storytelling. Like, it really is. People get annoyed at not knowing what's going to happen next, so they have to come back for the next one to understand it, and that then, in turn, means more sales for them and then better games in the future. I've just figured that out right now, by the way. (laughs) That's insane. I just blew my own mind. 
I agree with your point wow. of view. <laughs> I also disagree with it because for me, you don't have to leave people confused and bewildered to want a second game. So, for example, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, the reboot, mm. both are looking like they're going to get sequels, but I'm not confused. I mean, there are aspects of the story which I want answered and I want to see more of, but I kind of know what's going on or what's happened. And in that respect, you know, I don't think you necessarily need to confuse the player to, you know, blackmailing him to buy the next game because you want to know what exactly is going on. However... I get your point on tying everything up and the place of where each story is told, as in the second one gives you more information, the third one ties it up. And there is a reward to that. And like you say, it could get to the point where after the third one comes out and you finished it, you might replay the first one and go like, oh my God, this all makes so much more sense and you can appreciate it so much more. Uh But I guess like for me, it's now a question of continuity and it is a question of, how much are they going to change in the second and third game? Are they all going to feel like they're in the same, you know, like as in how much is going to continue in terms of mechanics and terms of systems and terms of look and how is it all going to tie up, especially if there is a big gap in between each, each game. Uh, for example, if in 10 years they have a bundle for all three in one, you know, if I get, if I buy that and play them all for the first time, are they going to feel like they are supposed to belong in the same package? I think you're kind of proving my point even more. In the sense of like, you're you're basically like telling me what I've already said in in terms of like, it, you, people they don't they don't want to confuse like they only they you only get confused if you don't understand what was going on right. But but okay, but do they have, have they laid out the tools so that you can understand it if you if you oh yeah it? definitely yeah 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 hundred percent. Where do you access them? Why would they not put them on display? I imagine they're accessed in all the data entries in 13, aren't they? Sure. What I mean, sorry, what I meant was in, in the new one. Like, what yeah. other areas where players who are confused, is there somewhere where they can go and, you know, apart from like people online, is there somewhere in game that they can go to find answers, I guess? No, but I don't think you would need that until at least second or third one. Right. Oh, okay. It's just a case of being patient. Sort yeah, of. I think it is. But I mean, like, like it—it it really is the perfect system. But I—I I don't think necessarily they want the people to be confused. They just want the people to be intrigued as to what. Yeah. I think confused was the wrong word. It was more of like they want people to be interested at least somewhat into getting the next one to understand what's going to finally happen, which is like the same uh, formula for any TV show any movie trilogy or just a movie in general, like start, middle and end start. They tell you some information, middle, they tell you more and they tell you all of it. Right. That's kind of how it's supposed to go. And I think they're just following, they're just following the formula and it's a good formula and it's, it's, it's worked for this long and it will work forever more. I think (laughs) I think that's literally how you could tie this whole thing up is that they're following the formula and the formula has always worked. And if it doesn't, if it's not broken, don't fix it, you know? Yeah. I think that's yeah. where we can leave that, 100%. Okay. 100%. Great. Well, thank you for your thoughts, Jay. <laughs> I probably would just figured that out right now. That's so cool. <laughs> I appreciated that, um, that breakdown of the game. Yeah. So without further ado, let's – should we get on with the show? Should we crack on with the show, Jay? Yeah, that was a good enough intro, oh. right?
Jesus. So, first point of call. Yeah, go for it. Someone was kind enough to write in to TGO show, and mm. that is Jay's dad. So, firstly, thank you to Jay's dad for listening, and I will now go through his email. So, um, hey, Nick and I don't Jay. Even know what it yes, this is interesting. Oh, okay, okay, fine. Uh, loving the podcast. It, actually, I have to say, Jay, I don't know if your dad's really smart. Or Probably. he's made spelling mistakes in here. But, um, <laughs> but I googled some of the words, and it does actually make sense. If you oh, know. no. Go on, then. So it's Strass, or Strasse. Strass is uh, German for street. And he put, it's right up my Strass. Yeah, now that sounds like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> got you. Got you. Yeah. Probably confused me. What a... uh, He's got a lot of questions, uh, but he's going through the episode. So first question is, where did I get the music from? Uh, he doesn't like it, uh, which is fair enough, um, but he wants more old video game music stuff. So a couple of points on that, Mark. So I know exactly what you're going to say. Go on. Firstly, uh, I didn't want to do traditional game music because I think every game and podcast does that. And in that respect, I find it a bit unoriginal. Secondly, I had a mate, Tom, uh, who's Smooth4000 on SoundCloud, shout out to him, oh. uh, produced music for this podcast. And we collaborated uh, with my ideas and some loose riff ideas and concepts to create music which I felt matched the vibe of what I wanted to produce for the show, which I ho- I, won't, I don't feel the need to de- detail because hopefully it kind of comes across uh, eventually. Sure. So that's why the music sounds as it does, and I stand by it. I think it's cool and uh, bouncy and hip and hop. And- <laughs> <laughs> All right, old man. Um, Jesus. What did you What did you think, Jay? Did what were you, What did you think I was going to say? No, that was. I thought you were going to say something about like, um, like copyright, maybe. Like if we were going to use music oh. that was copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I pretty we much. use like the Mario theme or the the Sega like Sonic theme or something. We probably won't be able to use that because it's copyright and it probably costs us a lot of money to use it, right? Yeah, I mean that definitely that too. Like, yeah, I've pretty but much. I, guess, from... I think I think what he means is like more chiptune sounding stuff. That's exactly what he put. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can. I read him like a blade, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, which I get why you know you either would or wouldn't use it. I mean, it's just whatever you want to do, really, isn't it? So. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the copyright thing was an immediate kind of no for me because, again, one, it, it, instead of using the intro and the interludes as a potential for me and Jay's creativity in terms of, you know, collaborating with Tom and producing music for it, it also helps, one, put something a bit more original out there, two, be a bit more precise in what we, what, how we want the show to go because instead of relying on other music, we're relying on our music and therefore we can precisely... Uh, adapt it to what we want mm. and then thirdly i can't really remember that point actually <laughs> okay so, no, i think what you said is fine i think what you said is is you know it answers that quite well yeah it yeah, just yeah. um yeah oh yeah no i was just gonna say that um thirdly if we put other music in it's kind of taking away from the opportunity to not have you know to have our own music mm. so that, that's yeah for example if you had if you did a movie although there is an absolute art to having a movie soundtrack yeah for me there is always something brilliant about having an original score oh yeah soundtrack. you could say the same about final fantasy <laughs> exactly. bring it all back dude bring it all back to the final exactly. fantasy <clears throat> Uh, he'd love to hear more about our favourite moments in games. Uh, Mark says he, 
he did cry playing Journey, and he still gets goosebumps from the Final Fantasy VII music. Yeah, relevant. Do. He do. has the battle theme as his ringtone, apparently. Which he, is definitely, awesome. he definitely does. Uh, Mark said, beating... attest to that. <laughs> beating Sephiroth took me hours in the final battle, and he did have the Knights of the Round Table material too. Don't know if that's a particularly uh, important thing or something, or powerful. Yeah, that's not in but... this one, but it'll come later, I imagine. Okay, but he, he think he he thought he put about four hundred hours into that game, so he can appreciate it a lot. He, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, "Which games have we put the most hours into as well?" And he has Ooh. an idea for what Jay's is. So he knows what mine before is. Before we go yeah. on to that, <laughs> favorite moments in games. That is a huge, huge topic. Um, I, I think we should limit to God. two, two recent ones. Hang on. Oh no. Re- okay. Yeah. Well, can we can we put I'll that go... in history dip for the future? Fine. Because I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put that for like cool. a. I think for more recent ones is a good to answer now, but more like f- like distant ones. Then yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, Let's do that. Do that for history dip uh, at some point in the future. Yeah. Which game have you put the most hours into? I'll I'll talk about mine while Jay sorts that out. Uh, mine are very easy. Uh, because I spent a lot of time with them, and I remember. So first, you've got The Witcher 3. I don't know the precise amount of hours, because I can't be bothered to check. Witcher 3 did every achievement on that game for Xbox One. Super proud of that. And probably spent about 230 or so hours on it. Mm. Number two, you've got your obvious Fallout 3. I mean, you could... Bethesda games for the last 10 years, basically. Oblivion, Skyrim... Fallout 3, Fallout 4, all of them I've probably put in. I know for Fallout 3 I've put in over 500 hours. I know for Oblivion I've put in over 300. I know for Skyrim I've put over 300, if not 400. And I know for Fallout 4 I think I did about 250. So that's yeah. not too bad, that one. Um, it's one of those games, those are the types of games where you play them and you're enjoying them and before you know it, you sunk in 30 hours. It, I don't know. It's just kind of how they design them, but the, the, the time just goes, man. Uh, number three, Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 is way, way longer than Red Dead 1, and I love it, and I've spent so many hours on it, and I will spend so many more hours on it until I finish that game because I, it's too good of a game to not complete, in my eyes. Number four, uh, this will be my last one. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking, going through my going through my head now. Mm. Those are the main ones, really. Um, games I played: Titanfall, Titanfall One, multiplayer. Couldn't get enough of it. Um, I think I played that game for again like three, four hundred hours. I just absolutely loved it. I loved it. I loved every match. I loved every battle. I loved every every match felt rewarding and it felt like I had a fighting chance. And I loved, 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 loved it. It was the natural evolution of Call of Duty, which we should have gotten Call of Duty, but we didn't until like way after Time for One. And it's the perfect game to have the Xbox One when you first bought it because it was multiplayer. I wasn't really playing much multiplayer at the time. It was quick. It was easy to get into, a bit like Rocket League. And I loved it. So, Jay, what are yours? So is this, this is like... Most, most hours, hours? game, yeah. <sighs> yeah, well, it's Pokemon Leaf Green. That's what he said, that's what he said. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I easily put between 600 and 1,000 hours somewhere, like probably like 850 maybe. Oh my 
God. Like, I played that game every day for like years, for like six, seven years. And I've played it recently again. Like I've got so many. What What are you doing? What is left to do? Honestly, do you want to know what it is? <laughs> it's you literally doing... every character. Every <laughs> no, Pokemon. it's the same six or seven Pokemon at level 100. But I literally just do the Elite Four over and over and over and over and over and over and over. I literally, I did it. I must have done it a thousand times. Sorry, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <sighs> You're telling me yeah. that you just did the Elite Four over, over and over again and for over. no reason. Just because it was fun. <laughs> like, legit. Like, I did that. I think the first 300 hours were getting all the Pokemon, oh. finishing the game leveling them all up and then the last like 500 or so hours we're just doing that over and over and over for years and years and years Jay mate you're gone I don't you know why really I gone. think I can't remember doing it that's the problem like it was so long ago that I don't actually remember like doing it like, I don't remember sitting down it was, it was just it must have been like for me it must have been the same as like breathing air like it's just it was exactly the same like it was <laughs> whatever you know Jeez. so like, I'm, what I'm guessing is like it was just daily routine yeah, I literally I'd wake up, play it, go to school, come home, play it, eat my tea, play it. But it wasn't even ready for getting an objective. You, you up, already finished it. everything, and yeah, you're just yeah. doing it. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, okay. I'd say other games probably like Civilization Six. Oh, good one. Yeah, probably about a hundred hours into that. Um. What else have I done? Probably, I mean, all the Fallout games I've easily put, you know, hundred plus hours into. Yeah, because again, that's how they're designed, aren't they? <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's not really. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other ones that I've put a lot of time into. None that are that memorable, though. Like compared to those ones, I'd say. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your email. I mean, Mark. We were going to do best game moments, weren't we? Or just like more recent ones. We're moving that. Oh, I thought you wanted to move that to history day. Uh, I thought that. Well, yeah, we'll move that to history day. We'll come back to that, I suppose. We've got a lot to go through, Jay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was just going to mention like Dante's Inferno, since we've already talked about that. Okay, yeah, sure. That was probably, I guess, for me and you, that was a a, a good history moment, and just sort of like, I mean, the whole thing was a good history moment. <laughs> the whole experience, yeah, yeah. I think buying that get like, I, actually, I, be, to be broad about it, I think any time me or you and what like any time you buy a, a game with a mate and you have a whole almost collaboration with them on the game of like, how far are you? Have you yeah, played? Yeah, yeah. Telling each other about where you are. Yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. Like, like, past the next bit, that kind of thing. Exactly. Like, that whole experience is, like, awesome. Like, do you remember Spectrobes? Uh, you will. Hang on. DS look. game. Oh, my Disney God. Game. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, there it is. Dude, there it is. You are blowing my mind. There it is. What is going Oh, my God. Yeah, there it is. Dude, I totally forgot about this game. I want to play it now. It, it, kind, it kind of looks old. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. Dude, it is. that game was so good. <laughs> no, I'm kind of sad now because of how good it was. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, that was that, so that's, good that's, game. That's, that's, I'm not joking. I must have that somewhere. I must have that in, like, a drawer. Or, um, actually, I know, I know where it is. I know where it is. It's in my attic. It's up yeah, there. Um, must be. If not, it's been thrown out. How much stuff you got up there? Oh, quite a lot, but I mean, 
It's either up there or been thrown out, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into it. I'll just quickly tell everyone that me and you bought that game in like year six at the same time. Dude. The guide, we were waiting for the guide bit while the game to come and you kept ringing me like every hour for the <clears throat> the day before it came to see if it was come. And then it finally came with like the guide. I think we had a guidebook each as well and we just both sank like so many hours into it. And um, yeah, it was awesome. So wow. Jay, let's let's go let's go, let's go into what we've been playing. Um, um, so I'm going to breeze through mine. Not that we're on a time limit because there is no time limit on the TGO show. But I will just go through mine, um, and I'm also going to place my laptop slightly more central to my mic so I can actually talk into it rather than against it. Okay, so do you mind if I go first, Jay? Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. So I've been playing. So what? Oh, there's so much to talk about. Oh my god. Okay. Firstly, Borderlands Three DLC number two, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. I have got all the achievements for. I uh, uh, had to get some help with online. Basically, one of the achievements is glitched, and you need another player to trigger these missions, for these rare spawn missions for these monsters, uh, okay. so that so that you can do the mission and get kill all four and get the achievement on the ps4 it's not glitched you don't need anyone to trigger the missions for you you can just go and kill them and that's how i think the achievement should be well, it's glitched i guess and they haven't patched me. it yet <laughs> they haven't patched it yet have you got the achievements as well no i mean i've just got ps4 and i've been playing it on ps4 so i wouldn't need oh, to except, right yeah, yeah 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 so um so that was glitched that was annoying and they've actually put hot fixes in they still haven't patched it but whatever so i think you know what i really want this achievement let's just let's just use the online platforms that everyone talks about the forums and see if i can get anyone to actually random to play with and help me with this achievement so i go on all like uh, true achievements or whatever i find this discord chat and as you can imagine i'm like 45 years old i don't even know how to work discord properly oh. um, and I just put on there, like, someone puts on there, like, oh, like, is anyone available the right now to help with this achievement? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm available. Um, so I joined this party with these other two guys. One of them is an absolute achievement nutter, right? Oh, wow. I, he, he only plays shooters. Both really nice guys um, from the Netherlands. And uh, he only plays shooters. And then I was like, all oh, right, so what game have you like? Because he loves getting all these. He's a proper achieve, like proper achievement hunter. Mm. So he was, I was like, what game have you done recently? He's like, oh, yeah, Bioshock 2. And I was like, oh, yeah, good game, good game. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did a 360, PC, Xbox One, PS4, PC. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, that all on the same. is yeah. like... I literally said to him, I was like, I could not in my mind justify putting that much effort I mean, into like. It's doable, but it would just take a lot longer. Well, it? It's 100% doable, but like to do the same game five, like, yeah, not my, a chance. My mental would, yeah, I, my brain would explode, I think. How it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. So, anyway, so um, this guy helped me out. Uh, they were both really nice, and they were both like, Yeah, this like this is a whole community, every game has these kind of achievement communities. And he was saying about how there's like a lot. So, I asked him, like, How did you get the multiplayer achievements for Bioshock 2? Because there's a multiplayer mode on it, yeah. and nobody plays it. And he's like, Dude, if you go on any game, there's like a small minority of people trying to get the achievements for it. And I was like, That is awesome. Cool. That is so awesome. So yeah, so I, I used the online forums or whatever, and got this guy. You know, had this guy helped me out. I helped him out, kind of. I didn't do much, but I, you know, me being there and helping him get it kind of helped, I guess. Mm. So shout out to them. Um, and I thought it was a really awesome experience. 
Uh, I've never done it before, but I, I, I'd recommend you know people do it. And I guess it's the only way you're going to find new players at this point in your life anyway. But I wanted to give that a shout out because I thought it was a really cool experience. I did that a lot in the Destiny days. Destiny 1? Uh, yeah, probably both actually. Destiny 1 and 2. That would have been on... That's a good point. Probably on PS4. Okay. Because um, I would have helped you on Destiny 1. I had Destiny 1. No, there was... Uh, you know what LFG is? Rings a bell. Looking for group. Oh, uh, yeah. See, these, these are the abbreviations I'm not familiar with. Yeah, so there's a, a website called LFG. And you would yeah. go on there and you'd uh, you'd basically like either create a party on there saying the, the, the specifics of what you what were looking for in a party to help you out. Yeah. Or you would yeah. join someone else's party in a, if they had already made this, the specs that you wanted to join a party with. So you just do that whenever you got stuck, basically. <laughs> Is it good? Does it work? Do oh, yeah, join? it's really good. Yeah, it was very efficient. Because, very, very efficient. Oh, that's awesome. And isn't that because they didn't have searching for like the vault and stuff? Which, by the way, to this day, I still cannot comprehend why you wouldn't just allow people to search for players for apparently the best part of the game. Say that again. <laughs> Apparently, Destiny One didn't have like searching available, so you couldn't search for a part for a lobby for Vault of Glass. The oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that. Yeah, that was one of the issues with the first one. That they they fixed in the second one, I think. I, I can't believe they had that issue. It was so bad. No, I think that was just like a learning thing of like not really, you know, thinking of every possible outcome. Fair. Even though it seems like quite a, like a obvious one, it obviously wasn't obvious enough for them to fix it <laughs> yeah well I mean, they might have done it in the fu- in the future but i'd never really stuck around that long to find out so. yeah me neither um but apparently it's the best part of the game so uh i've also been playing skyrim we'll go on to that later but all, all in all i have one achievement left jay and i am um, <laughs> okay i've got, got to kill a legendary dragon and that it spawns in this area which i accidentally found right so i'm literally like oh where is this area I'm like, oh, this is a cool area. I don't think I've ever been down here before. And uh, it was that area. I was like, that's awesome. So as soon as I get to level 78, I will go to that area, get the achievement, and it's done. It's done. It's finally done. I can't tell you how nice I'm going to feel after that's finished. You know what? You're probably going to feel a bit bummed out. (laughs) I wondered that because I'm actually getting into it now, or I've been into it for the past week straight, like so into it. So that, like when you said, maybe when it finishes, I'll still want to play it. Who knows? But I don't think so. But it's been a nice ride um, to finally finish that game. Just played Borderlands 3 Science thing that we talked about, I think, last week or the week before. Yeah. Um, And it's basically Connect 4. So what you do is there's four different icons, and on each row you can have certain icons on each row that match. So as in, like, one row is looking for two icons to be set on that row. So either or icon. So either either this icon or another icon, and each icon's a vault hunter. Yeah. So you're just trying to, and you can use these um, like push ups to get them higher to go on each row. So if you just imagine like row one, certain number, like a certain couple of um, tokens, what do I call them? Whatever. Um, and then the second row will have a different one. So you can keep pushing the different ones higher and higher to match them. Um, it, I'm making it sound complicated. It's really, really easy. Mm. Uh, it's cool. It works. It's neat. It's. I mean, I can see why people would play it. It's not for me. I don't really like puzzle games. 
um, but it's neat. It's really cool that it's helping, um, you know, health programs around the world, I guess. And more games should do it. And it's not good enough for me to actually sit down and do it. But they have att- attached a kind of progression system to it, which would motivate some players, which is cool. So it's cool. It's neat. Not for me, but uh, it's cool. And I've also platinumed Gris, Jay. Mm. And I think, to be fair, you do want me to elaborate on this a little. Um, um, well, no, I was, it was more of just like, it, it kind of looked like one of those games that would be easy to platinum in terms of like, it just looks simple. It looks like a, like a journey type situation. Sure. Where it's probably not that long and it's probably fairly simple. Yeah, so I mean, you've just you just completely shut me down on wanting to talk about this game. Oh no, go on. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm joking. joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm Gris Platinum. Yeah, so it it is an easy like I guess it's an easy game. So let me let me give you a rundown, Jay. More quick rundown, okay? So, yeah. uh, we don't have to be quick. Look, we're not rushed. We can't rush the show every time. We got to, it's cool. We're cool. We got time. We got time. Right? Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, mate? Oh, wait, what? Have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? I have. Yeah. Oh my god, have we not spoken about this? Um, it's weird. I've watched it in really odd increments. Mate, it's the best. Yeah, that was good. I need to watch some more recent series though. Oh, what is in more recent Brooklyn Nine or just? Is it series five? I think I haven't watched yet. Seven. Oh, maybe not then. I don't know. Five, six, seven, one of those. <laughs> okay, fair. So, Chris. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was playing the game and it was very, as you can imagine, very pretty. Music mm. is really great. And the color scheme is very intentional and interesting. I reached the end of the game. And as you can imagine, by the time you get to the end of these games, you're kind of wanting them to just to see the ending, to have some context behind your actions, because it's all very vague and ambiguous. So I reached the ending of the game and I can honestly tell you, I've got no idea what's going on for the whole game. <laughs> like I've got a, I've got, an, I've got an idea. I've got a concept of what's going on. And I could give you that idea. Okay. That theory. But I was like, yeah, no, sorry, game. I was expecting you to do a little bit more storytelling, really. Mm. Um, especially with the, the premise and how it begins, you expect a bit of context. So anyway, I check out the trophies and I'm like, everyone online's like, oh, yeah, they're well easy. And I look and I'm like, so it basically sounds like I've got to backtrack or do like do chapter select on every single chapter. Yeah. I just played through the whole game again, essentially, and get all the collectibles I've missed. And I was like, that sounds like the biggest ball ache ever. Okay. Sure. So I start, so I, one other morning, I think I wake up early and Erin, um, uh, India's sister, is still sleeping in the other room. So uh, I can only go on the PS4, essentially. And I jump on it and I'm like, fine, I'll just whack out some of these trophies. I might as well. I, I've paid for the game. I might as well play and get the trophies and get my money's worth is my logic towards it. Yeah. So I start playing. I start doing the completionist and I'm like, man, I did not appreciate this game first time going through it. Okay. I was so looking forward to the context, to the payoff, 
that I forgot to enjoy the journey and just realised that there was so much to this game. Because what it is, Jay, is I had completionist anxiety. Every time my, my character went one way, and I couldn't... Oh, mate, and I couldn't, and I couldn't, and I couldn't go back to see where what the other where the other route le- you know led to. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I can't deal with that. And it happened again and again and again and again and again. So I thought the game was huge, and I had missed so much of it because I kept doing these things where you know it was kind of a one way system, and I didn't realize. And I was like, but what's on the other way? I want to know what the other way is. Uh, you know, I want to get the chest. I want to get whatever it is there, collectible. But when I played, replayed through it and mopped up the collectibles, I realised that actually a lot of the game is designed like that, and I didn't miss hardly anything. Mm. So, and and when I replayed and done all the collectibles, I realised and, and mapped out in my mind exactly how the game, you know, is designed and is laid out, and it makes, uh, you know, I can manage it in my mind. I can manage it, and I really, really, really enjoyed completing it and collecting everything and i enjoyed that more perhaps than actually playing through the game for whatever reason so that was a really interesting experience for me where i was able to enjoy the game more doing the collectible mop-up of it like i wasn't worried about certain things dying you know you're not worried about what's around the corner because you've seen everything the game has to offer yep and in that respect, I enjoyed it more second time round. So that was a really cool experience. similar experience when i play ff7 again and on hard yeah i think because i me knowing i'm finally going to get the last trophies i'm going to be able to not have to worry about what's coming around the corner because i already know what's coming yeah so i'm going to appreciate everything else more and i also say it'll satisfy two things it'll satisfy me appreciating the game more and be able to look around a bit more and then also being able to complete it at the same time yeah now I'm going to get exactly. exactly the same thing eventually, hopefully. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's so, yeah. so strange because I would say that's not applicable to games usually, but it is to this game at least and my experience yeah. with it. And yeah. uh, there's a secret ending that you unlock at the end. And I've Ooh. got to tell you, Jay, it Ooh. just gave... It, it was literally a 10-second image almost, and it, it filled the entire story for Good. me. I love when that happens. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. The information was not there, but it finally gave it to you. Literally. And it just makes so much more sense now. Yeah, like good. the whole game. Glad. Was it satisfactory, the, the image? <laughs> very, very. Good. The Glad. trophies do allude to oh, some okay. of the story that's being told there, but the final secret ending image really is necessary. So I will finish 
in my thoughts on that. And mm. I just I can't remember, Jay, if we talked last week about this, but Resident Evil 3 reviews, did we talk about this? A little bit. We did? Yeah. Because I just wanted to say that... I can't remember if we did. And yeah, I wanted to I say that... See, I wanted to say that... Um, tell me if I've already said this, that it seems like it's been a bit of a miss. Yeah, I know. We, we did speak about it a little bit. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so, so mate, cool. what are you playing? Well, at the minute, <laughs> I'm playing 13 again. Playing and, uh, Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, it's weird coming back to it, because I played up to a certain point the first time I played it. And now that I've played up to that point, and I've literally just this morning just passed that point. Wow, so you've progressed pretty quick, mate. Yeah, I've I've probably put about thirty hours in, and I'm like most of the way through. Um, How do you sustain these endurance gaming days? Well, it's weird because I actually feel like I haven't been playing it as much as I played seven. Mm-hmm. I did I did twelve hours a day on seven, but I've only done about six or seven hours a day on thirteen. So okay. it's not not as much, but it's it's still you know a good amount. Significant, yeah. Um, I actually I'm surprised how much. I've remembered over the last 10 years of this game. Like, literally, okay. I remembered every single chapter. Like, from okay. start to where I am now, I've remembered every, every, almost every detail. I'm so surprised that my, my mind was able to retain that information. <laughs> it's kind of insane, to be honest. But I'm glad it did, because it sort of actually it gave me a nostalgic feeling. And I was very surprised. I was like, oh, I'm actually getting nostalgia off this right now. Wow. 10 years. It's taken 10 years for me to get nostalgia off this game. It's insane. Yeah, because in our minds, we, we completed it like a year ago. I guess, but I actually got my first trophy in the game in 10 years. Exact, almost t- like 10 years in a month. Oh so I took a picture. Um, it came out in March, didn't it? Was it March? So, we, so yeah, I, I took a picture. I The game came out 2009. Yeah. The last trophy I got was on the 13th of March, 2010. Yeah. And the most recent trophy I now have is the 16th of April, 2020. So, <laughs> so it's taken me 10 years and a month, almost to the day, to get another a new achievement on that game. Dude, it's funny you say that, because I did exactly the same thing with Skyrim. I was it's just so looking crazy. at my last... I, I did three main sessions with it. So I did 2011 when it was released, yeah. and then I got a few achievements in 2016, apparently. Yeah. And oh yeah, that when I first tried doing the DLCs, and then I've just finished up my last round. So it's so weird to look at. Yeah, ten years. I'm so glad that the achievements it shows you the date when it was unlocked. For sure, for sure. That's such a weird, like nostalgic thing. It's so nice. Did you see. see how quickly you went through your first lot? You know how quickly you did the achievements first time round, as in you know 2009. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think it took about the same amount of time, probably like a week or so, maybe or a few days. Oh, okay, so you got you've got your first trophy from your new playthrough today. Yeah, got it a little cool. while ago, and I'm hoping to get. I mean, the the rest of the trophies are going to be a little bit more harder than that. But <laughs> are you? Are you do, you're not. I thought you were just doing the story from when we last spoke. I mean, doing... I am, but there's opportunity for me to do more if I want to. Yeah, like I'm not complete like... it, but, but do a bit more. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the story and I'm going to leave it because it's one of those games you can sort of travel around the world once you get to the end. Yeah. Al- almost like a chapter select, but kind of better. It's more like open world. So I'm going to I'm going to yeah. leave it at the end where I'm open to come back to it and 
grind if I need to, essentially. Did you did you do everything you wanted to in the linear, you know, the linear three quarters of the game or half of the game? Yeah, no, I did exactly this. I literally, I've played the game. This is my third time going through it. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done exactly the same that I did in the last two. I've just now got to try and get past that barrier now. Please to God, get past the barrier. Oh, no, I will. I, although I'm fine. Uh, it's weird. I'm, the motivation is slightly lacking at the minute, but I think that's more to do with my mood than anything else. Are you sure? Because if it's happened three times, Jay, I think it might be time to evaluate that as the game's fault. Uh, no, I knew you were going to say that, and I'm kind of annoyed that you said it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that's definitely not it. I can tell you exactly why I stopped playing it before, and it was just like lack of motivation. Yeah. And it's, I think it's more apparent now because I've completed 15, 7, and I'm now doing 13. Like My mind is having a bit of a... Breakthrough it, mate. Yeah, Breakthrough I've got to through that wall. I mean, it's weird. Like I woke up this morning thinking, I don't want to play this game today. And then the moment I like, put my head off of the pillow, I was like, I'm playing this game today. But it, it, wasn't, it wasn't four. It was literally like, it took my mind, it took me pulling my head off of my pillow to be like, right, I'm actually going to play it today. Yeah. Like the moment I've, my brain went from sleep to awake, I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I've got." How, I'll how far past are you? The you know the point that you you, you uh, uh, probably like three hours or so, maybe. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, there was I basically got to like a boss battle, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good," and I've now beaten that boss, and I'm like an hour past that. So fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm looking forward to it, actually because is, is that the commander guy? Oh, what, Sid? Yeah. Yeah, Sid Reigns. Yes, it got... Oh, God. Yeah. So I've, I've now, it's weird, because now, everything I see past this point, I've never seen before. So now, the last the last third of the game is all new to me. Well, you've seen... I assumed you've seen it online. Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, watched it, watched other people complete it before, just to sort of know what's going on. Yeah. But you never uh, actually played through. I've it. never played yeah. it myself, so I'll be able to. That's experience. interesting. This the you last part of this game is all completely new to me now. Are you playing on backwards compatibility? I am, yeah. So actually, one thing I'm very confused about and I'm enjoying at the same time is that the game has three discs. Go on. Uh, they've allowed the backwards compatibility. Compatibility. Compatibility has allowed yeah. you to only need the first disc. It basically downloads oh, the last two discs for you. So good. So I've got saves that say disc one, disc two, disc three, but I've only actually had to use the first disc, and that's it. Fantastic. So I'm that's cool. Glad I yeah, I'm glad I haven't had to change discs. That's all I'm <laughs> glad about that. Is it, how's it? How's the play? How's it running? You know what? I'm impressed with how it looks. It holds up well. I told you, mate. And it's the same as other Final Fantasies. The characters look very detailed, but the the, the landmarks and the, everything else do not look that good. I thought the backgrounds did look good. I mean, they look fine, you know, okay. for the time. But for nowadays, they don't look good. And how are you? How have you found it? How have you found your third place? <laughs> your third playthrough. Uh, the combat I got right back into. I was like, right, I remember. I remember exactly what I had to do. I remember what all the paradigms do. No need yeah. to worry. I got back into that. Like my muscle memory from ten years ago just kicked in. I was like, oh yes, this is good. Yeah. Um, so I now know what to do with all the paradigms. I now know what to level up. I've done a little bit of research on what to level up first in terms of like my crystariums and everything. So just following the path and getting to the end. That's that's the main objective right now. And then as soon as I've done uh, that, I'll go back to seven, hopefully. 
How have you been? In, oh, I guess yeah. There's nothing. I mean, yeah. How have you been enjoying the story and stuff and all that? Yeah, no, it's all stuff I remember. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, there's Fair definitely enough. a few, like um, you know, one or two details. I'm like, oh, I can't remember that bit, but I, it makes sense that that would have happened. So. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, enough. the story of 13 is, is confusing enough as it is. <laughs> so what's, Jay, you've also been new MTG set? I don't know what this is. Yeah, so uh, Magic the Gathering is a card uh, game. Yeah. But they also have a a digital Doorbell version. Doorbell again, apologies. Yeah, <laughs> they have a digital version where you can get all the cards online, right? Mm. And you can play against people online. Uh, it's called Magic the Gathering Arena, MTG Arena. Um, and the magic have got a like a, a hearthstone yeah essentially yeah like a hearthstone or like a anything like that i suppose I yeah. think what other ones there are um yeah so i've been playing that for the last like two years on and off because whenever a new set comes out i tend to play it for a little bit and then come off of it again and come back when i sort of get a bit more motivation to play it again how is it then well it can't it comes out today at six o'clock so i'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so it's it's in the evening. Yeah, so they they have to update it and sort of you know apply patches and stuff to make it all work. So once it's out, I'll start playing it and I'll. Uh... But I've been watching sort of videos today and yesterday, sort of preparing myself and studying the new cards and making sure I know what know what they do and stuff like that. So. Have you still been playing? Is it seven? Is it seven deadly sins? Or yeah, I've definitely slowed down on that a bit now. It's been a month and a half, so it's. Sort of... <laughs> It's getting a bit, you know, a bit iffy yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, things can only last so long. Playing a game every day for a month and a half can get a bit draining. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, slowing down on that a little bit. They're also releasing stuff too quickly. Okay. Which basically means I have too, too quick for the consumer almost. Yeah, so it's not giving me enough time to get in-game currency to be able to get the characters I want to get because they're like limited runs essentially. Yeah. Like they only give you like either a month, two weeks, or or one week to really get certain characters, and they're giving you one week on the mo- most recent one. And I'm like empty on in-game currency, so I'd have to play it like every day, all day for me to get even close to even attaining them. But I can't do that because I'm playing Final Fantasy. So yeah. I, is that what they want you to do then? Yeah, they want you to play it all day basically, but I can't yeah. do that at the minute. So I'm I'm sort of slowing down. I'm just logging in, getting the bonuses, and logging back off again. Fair play. Which I'm not too fussed about. I'm still enjoying the fact that it even exists, so I'm happy about that. (laughs) I've seen you, man. Jay, should we get into the news? We certainly should. Breaking news. That's my new intro for the section. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. A bit like um, Ron was his face out of Anchorman or whatever. Sure, yeah. I, yeah, I really find Will Ferrell that funny. but I need to know, watch whatever. that again. It's been a while. Uh, okay, so uh, thankfully, he, we've kind of talked half about one of these news stories earlier yeah, in we'll terms of how much that, content is too much content. So, Jay, do you want to just talk about, you've, you've got a couple of things you want to talk about for news-wise? Yeah, I'll talk about Cyberpunk first then, I suppose. Um, sure. So, Cyberpunk 2077, 2077 
New game yeah. coming up from Project Red, which probably, is three probably one of the couple of games of my most anticipated of this year. One being oh. Final Fantasy and the other being this. Definitely. Um, yeah, people are already talking about DLC about this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stressful. Me, um, because the, hopefully the initial game is going to be big enough to last. I'm kind of worried it isn't going to be. To be honest, I'm kind of worried it's going to be yeah. like between 20 and 30. Let me tell you right now, okay, from one friend to another. Yeah. Now, this game, right, I will bet a McDonald's takeaway delivery <laughs> to your house. Sure. Okay? That's Feel free pretty... to write this down. Feel that's free a... to write this down. Okay. He's writing it down. Yeah. I bet a McDonald's takeaway that this game is at least. Everything included, side quests, family oh, hunt missions, whatever you want to call them, is at least 50 hours. Okay, that's good. I thought you were going to say 100 then. I was getting worried. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm hoping it's like minimum 42, like, you know, minimum 40. Anything less I, I, than that, I'll be annoyed. I think it will actually be more like 100 hours, to be honest. So, with you. what I was going to say is the DLC apparently for. Well, this game because it's made by the same people who do Witcher, which is uh, Pro- uh, Project Red or whatever it is, right? CD C- Project Red, yeah. CD Project Red. Uh, they're, they're they're saying that the DLC will be at least as long as Witcher Three DLC, and the DLC is- for that game was around forty hours. Yeah, so there was two DLC packs for it, Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine. Yeah. And Hearts of Stone was smaller. I think it's around 15. Blood and Wine's quite long, like 20, 25. Yeah, so it was around 40 hours, which is quite promising because that means that the base game is at least that too, right? Oh, mate. You wouldn't imagine they'd release DLC that's bigger than the actual game itself. It's it's going to be over 100 hours, mate. I mean, it kind of sounds that way because if if usually DLCs are a lot shorter than the main the game because they have yeah. to, the game is obviously priced at a lot larger of a price, right? Yeah, yeah. So if if the DLC, I mean, I think it means DLC combined, right? Because I imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple DLC, they don't want one. They're not going to. I mean, they could do this. They could just release one DLC that's forty hours long. Which no, because there might as well be another game then. Exactly. I mean, they might as well release another game at that point. So hopefully it's like between two and three DLCs that are between 12 and 15 hours each, I hope. Yeah. Um, Do you, uh, yeah I'm honestly, ex- good news. This is very good news. I'm, I'm happy about this. <laughs> if they, yeah, if they stick to what they are saying, then yes, I'll be happy. Correct. Uh, Although I'm getting anxious about, you know, again, me and you, completionists, like OCD mentality, I'm already stressing about how long this game's going to take me. But from a a DLC point of view, it's great that they're already working on it. It's great that this game's going to have DLCs because I love great DLC. And like you, it sounds like the game's going to be huge. I I just hope there aren't any missable achievements or really yeah, is, you know i'd say that's probably like our if not mine and or yours like biggest pet peeve when it comes to games nowadays yeah. just missable trophies missable trophies are the bane of my existence so they must be yours too <laughs> yeah man, we, we talked about it last week but like they're they're just the worst like life. why would you ever put missable trophies in a game like it just makes it it exactly. makes, you, it makes uh... you feel like you haven't 
been a good enough of a player. Like, what? Oh, <laughs> I, oh no, I wasn't. I didn't play the game right. Why would exactly. I? Why would I play the rest of the game if I can't even do the, the initial part right? Oh no, I'm not going to buy the rest of your bloody DLC now. <laughs> Like, come on, people! Dude, Do you know what it is, though, as well? Is that if it is missed, for, for example, this this game, I'm not going to look at anything online for it. I'm not going to look at trailers. So I'm going to play it blind, and I'm not going to check the achievements either because I don't want to see anything that will give the story away. So I'm going to play through the whole game, and if that fucking story is 60 hours long, and I find there's a missable achievement halfway through the story, I'm going to be livid. Right? If there is a missable one, which I'm, there almost will be, I imagine there'll be a, some level of either chapter select and or free roam availability, right? Yeah, or new ga- chapter select would be good, new game plus, um, maybe. I think the most annoying version of missable trophies is having to play the game all the way through again and pick a different option yeah like where there's a game that gives you two or three options right yeah which actually is the case in final fantasy 7 but i'm not too annoyed about it because you can chapter select so it's a lot easier way easier um yeah that being there's there's a part in the game where you have to pick a dress for each of the female characters and as well as another character that I'm not going to mention because that was spoil things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you basically have to do this thing where you, you know, you have to, you have to say the right things in conversation previous to the mission happening for you to then have one of each of us possible nine dresses. <laughs> right? So you, you basically have to do it in a certain order. So you've got to do these certain things in a certain order to get the first three, and then in your second playthrough, the next three, and then third playthrough, the last three. So I've done six, I've, three times. Technically, but the, the second and third time you don't have to do, you can do by chapter select. So it doesn't take as long. So the game saves the fact that you've done it through chapter select. It does. It actually saves. So basically, yeah, there's like a, a, a profile save of everything you've done, and then there's individual saves of everything you've done after that point. Okay. Which makes things a lot easier, which I'm hoping that they either do that to make it easier, or they have don't have that at all, and they just let you play the game and get the bloody achievements. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate it when, they, when games do that. It really, I mean, I guess it makes, you know, for longevity and wanting to complete yeah. things, but just make it, like, I get that you know, there's supposed to be a challenge when it comes to games, but I'd, I'd like it if it was just slightly easier, please. Well, it, it actually worked for Witcher 3's favour for my playthrough of it, so I loved it so much that I wanted to replay through on the hardest difficulty, only because there is New Game Plus, which wasn't yeah. in at launch, and yeah. it makes it a lot easier to do that, and secondly, because I had glitched a few achievements. Yeah, that makes sense. A few key achievements. I, I think... I, it's a lot easier to find glitch achievements on Xbox than it is on PlayStation. Is that right? I, I think, think so. I think I've I've only ever come across a glitch achievement in on PlayStation once in the last six or seven years. But really? I've probably I've probably come across twenty plus on Xbox. Easy. Like legit. I think Xbox has it's like an issue with things popping versus uh, this is a fascinating, fascinating revelation. I mean, that could that could just be my experience rather than a general one, but I found on PlayStation it's a lot easier for things to pop and for since, there to be no glitches. 
since Xbox One, despite their attempts to improve the achievement system, such as progress tracking, which doesn't work for every game, I have found that achievements have been perhaps glitchier than ever. Not showing up when they're popping, not popping at all, not popping because I've left the game on so long that it just, and I've gone on like Netflix and then gone back on the game. It's not registering like any achievement progression whatsoever. Um, and, And to be fair, Every PlayStation game I play, the trophy pops immediately. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Oh, that, was, that wasn't a quick enough. That wasn't a satisfying enough click. Immediately. Yeah, very quick. <laughs> Whereas like, Xbox, it tends to leave you hanging quite a while. Like sometimes it can yeah. be like ten minutes. Yeah, I, I've had like I've had days go by. <laughs> like legit, I've had like probably like I think there was a time where I had like a week or two, and it just popped in the middle of me playing it the next week, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I didn't even realize it hadn't popped. Like I just thought. Sometimes I went on Gears Four, and yeah. it would pop an achievement from six months ago that I should have got. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. It's but nuts. yeah, I've, I've never had that problem on PlayStation ever, ever, ever. I've ne- it's never yeah. been more I'm, than two minutes. <laughs> I'm going to keep a close eye on this. Yeah, we'll, we'll try keep that. It close. And we'll see how we do. Yeah. But in the, terms this... of uh, Cyberpunk, I think the future is looking good. I think this is this is much needed news in between now and when it comes out. It's a good like placeholder for for the future, definitely. For sure. I, I think some people definitely were. I mean, people were worried about the game not being long enough, but now we know that the DLC is going to be just like it's going to be long enough that, that the game must be long enough, you know. I would like to take this opportunity, Jay, to let you know and let everyone else know that Cyberpunk 2077 do not length is not what you need. The only thing you need to worry about <laughs> is it being too long. Yeah, I guess it's either yeah, the thing you need to worry about is too long, and I guess the quality of the actual game itself. Correct. As long as the game quality is good, and as long as the game isn't too long, then we're okay. Like we said at the start, mate, doesn't matter if it's 20 hours, if the 20 hours you play is, well, okay, it does matter a little bit because of the expectations, but my point is, if it's an exceptional, exceptional 40 hours, it won't matter. No, yeah. And I doubt there'll be any level of like end game or like too much of an end game experience. No, right? I, yeah, I doubt it. I, I mean, like maybe but, some side missions, but yeah, it's there won't not be, any be like, a, like no daily challenges or anything. I can't, I don't think so. No Destiny level end game where there's like raid bosses. No. There's potential for that. But I doubt there they is. Because they've done it. I mean, they didn't do it in Witcher, did they? No. Well, there no. you go then. Yeah, they, I don't I mean, think like that would be too much they wanted to, but yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's no. there. It's always a possibility. And we never know. They could just, in you know, the next month, say, oh, by the way, we're going to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would make um, it cool, but yeah, different. I so, think. And what's PSO2, mate? To the other new story you want to talk about? Yeah, um, Fantasy Star Online. Oh, right. By the way, sorry, the Cyberpunk DLC, is that straight from CD Projekt Red? Uh, Yeah, I want to say so. Okay. During a Polish language meeting with investors. Yeah. uh, I don't want to say the name. It's very difficult to say. Uh, Was asked about follow-on DLC for Cyberpunk 2077, which is set to be released on September 17th. He was asked how big the DLC will be. Uh, and announced uh, IGN. IGN, okay, all right. IGN nice. Poland specifically. Yeah, okay, that's great. Thanks, mate. So yeah, yeah fa- Fantasy Star Online two. Yeah, so me and you probably will talk about uh, this as a, as a history dip in the in the future. But fa- yes, fa- we fa- will. 
Fantasy Star Universe was the one we yeah. played. With, was quite yeah. a, a large, was quite a helpful stepping stone in our RPG timeline. We could say, it, right? It was the 360 game. Yeah, I think it was probably. Probably, actually, it might have been like the second game I ever got on 360. Probably, yeah, that and Camino. Cameo, right? Yeah, Cameo was what came with it, and then Fantasy Star was like right after. I think I actually have Fantasy Star still. I wonder if that's backwards compatible because it is on Pro Playing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the online never, I, I want to say it only came out in Japan and America. So I don't, I don't actually know if the online 2 is available in the UK or not. I think it's coming out. I think that was a big um, reveal from Xbox's E3 presentation last year that it was coming yeah. to North America. So and- it's already out. It's out now, and it's free to play. In in England, I don't. That's the part I don't know. Um, I haven't like looked long enough to see, but <laughs> I imagine it is. Um, okay. I think the only thing with it is it's it's free to play, but you can pay to have more things in game. Like you know, there's a, there's a thirty dollar and a 60 dollar edition that you can buy to have extra thing because it is an online game it's basically like playing world of warcraft um so yeah if it's out in the uk that's amazing but even it being out in the west at all is is amazing at this point because people i mean it came out a long time ago i think it was like eight years ago it first came out i want to say 2012 yeah so its initial release was 2012 and i think it only came out in japan um, first time round, and then it came out a little bit after that. Western, yes. So version. the beta is finished, and it launched. I think it looks like yeah, yesterday they officially launched on Xbox One. For, yeah. uh, Fantasy Star Online Two. Yeah, so I, I might give that a go at some point, <laughs> just to sort of Mate, see because uh, I liked Fantasy Star Universe, so I imagine I'll like this as well. I'd love for you to give that a go. That was a really big. A reveal for people who like that sort of game uh, at, at the E3 last year. So I'd love for you to check out and see what you think. The thing uh, is, what's uh, good about this is because it's on Xbox One, we can both play it <laughs> together potentially. Yeah, we could. Yeah. See, so we'll have to give I that wouldn't play that. I wouldn't play that by myself, but it's more. I'm more motivated when I've got someone else to play. Yeah, with. I mean, I would play it by myself, but I'd also be more excited about it if I knew I was going to be, you know, yeah, at least yeah. some level of play out of it with someone else. So. Yeah, we could do that maybe like a couple nights this week or something. Yeah, we'll have a look and see where we are with things. If we end up finishing a load of other stuff, we can come back to this. And I was going to say, I imagine it coming back and the servers now being up and running again, I imagine it's going to be around for a little bit longer. I mean, it could be one of those games that was only around for a year, but even then, you know, we'll, we'll still have enough time to play it for a little while. So. Oh, no, I think it'll be around for a while because they obviously want to port it. So yeah, there was, there was enough of an audience for it to be, yeah, you know, for it to come back. So, yeah. Apparently so, yeah. Let's move on to uh, game quotes.
So in this portion of the show, Jay has picked out, in this particular instance, uh, me or Jay will pick out a game quote that we like the look of and want to talk about. So Jay has picked out one before, and he's picked out another today, which is topical. Yeah. It's from <laughs> Lightning for Final Fantasy Thirteen. So Jay, do you want to read out the quote and let me know why you picked it? So yeah, the quote is, it's not a question of can or can't. There are some things in life you just do. Great quote. Which is kind of like, I, th- I feel like most people who are fans of this particular game will say this is like the main quote of the game. Yeah, It's the one that sort of brings certain characters together, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely quite a, quite a standout moment in the story because you hear it sort of a few times. I forgot about it until you put it in here. Um, yeah, it's sort of sort of like the run through thing. It sort of ties. I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of decisions the characters have to make throughout the game, and Lightning being the sort of the main character, she sort of is obviously the leader essentially. So she sort of motivates the rest of the people and as and gets motivated by others to do the same thing. And she actually she quotes this to the characters in the game, and they end up quoting it back to her, sort of reminding her of you know where they have to sort of continue on because they don't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah what's going on so i thought it was just like a nice what do you you think it means mate um well in in context of the story um it sort of just helps remind the 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 characters that they don't really have much of a choice in their current situation but they could obviously use it in other situations just to be able to do things that they may or may not want to (laughs) do I mean, I, it's, I don't think, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I think for some people you could, you know, take it into your own life. Because I feel like with most Eastern uh, entertainment, there's always some sort of moral or some sort of lesson that the creators want you to learn or some sort of, yeah. you know, thing they want you to take. And I think from this one, they want you to just say you know don't be lazy essentially you know get on with what you need to be doing and make sure you go for what you you know your dreams or whatever yes it's interesting because i think there's a few ways you could read this quote you could read it as um you know it's not a question of wanting to do it it's a question of i have to do it yeah um but then i saw it when i first read it again on the doc i read it as a it because it comes so naturally to you you just have to do it yeah, like uh, like lightning being a soldier, she doesn't think about it. She just is one. Um, yeah, that's definitely a big part of the game. Actually, is her sort of coming to the realization that she's not like it's now. It's now part of her history, but she could use it or not use that part of her herself to her benefit. You know. Yeah. 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 That's definitely a big part of it. And and then I also saw it as a kind of you haven't got a choice in the matter. You have to do it. Uh, kind of like them saving, you know, trying to save themselves and save their families. Um, it's kind of a, it's not a question of can we, it's a question of we have, you know, we have to try or do. Yeah, because nobody else is going to as well. Exactly. Like they're the only ones. They've literally been handpicked by the Falci to, to get this done. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but it's a great quote uh, mm. that you picked out there. And it, I feel it like there does... aren't that many really in, in 13. There aren't that many that stand out as much as this one, I don't think. Oh, for sure. Uh, but it, it probably is the, one of the taglines of the game. Yeah, I think it was very intentional, this one. It's mentioned a lot. so For sure, 
for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, you could have always just, you know, for Final Fantasy X, you always could have just put, ha, 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 ha. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ, yeah. No, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, I do. God. Oh. I take the mic. I'm not actually that bothered by it, but. No. Okay, is there anything else you want to discuss or comment on with this quote? Uh, not really just uh that i guess this is one of the things i even think about in real life just like there's definitely a lot of things i have to do but whether i want to do them is the other is you know is is uh difficult to decide you know having to decide yeah. certain things um I, I i look to be fair i i do look at that quote as a representation of us wanting to or playing video games it's not a question of can we play video games or can we not play video games it's a question of we just do play video games yeah i guess you can look at it like that yeah sure i think that's yeah. like there's a serious way of looking at it and a non-serious way of looking at it i suppose isn't it? Mm, for sure yeah, yeah yeah jay yes it's time for history debt well we're okay <laughs> Which one are we doing? Because there's, there's, we've got so many now. Like I feel like this, this so many. literally could just be called history dip. Because so everything many. we talk about is primarily, you know, the past. So, do you mind if we not do the first one? Yeah, that's fine. Because it's huge. I would like to talk about two and three, and I think we can fit four in. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. To be fair, best game moments could be a whole topic of the show. To be fair, yeah, exactly. So, I yeah, I don't. Do you mind, Jake? So I've number the second game we're talking about today is Battleborn, and I've never really played Battleborn significantly. So I'd like for you to elaborate on that one. But so yeah, the, actually, yeah, go on. Well, I was just going to say, but um, I was just going to want to talk about Max Payne three first. But um, do you want to talk about Battleborn first? Yeah, I mean, so I could actually include this in the game that I put a lot of time into. Um, okay. Because really? Battleborn is a is an arena kind of like a, it's almost like League of Legends in that there's there's lanes, and then there's like t- towers that you have to destroy to be able to get to the main sort of base, as it were. So it's almost a little bit like Halo Wars as well. Yeah. Where there's like units that come along. And then you can either kill the units and or the, the player-controlled heroes, essentially. So is it, wasn't, it, wasn't it PvE and PvP? Yeah, so you could either do it against the AI or you could do it with people online. But it was the same like same mode, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Like There was like lanes you had to get to, and then you could you know go down and... Def- it was whoever got to the main base first, essentially. Whoever like destroyed the main base. Um, the PVE was a mixture of campaign and or the PVP, but with AI rather than with uh, real people. Okay. The campaign I enjoyed a lot. It was just fun to do, and you could unlock things that you could use in PVP, i.e. basically just like new abilities, essentially, for the heroes or the characters that you use, um, which yeah. was good. I had to, that was more of like a doing that so you had a more of an advantage in PvP, I suppose. Um, but yeah, the PvP was definitely the main aspect of this game for me. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, it's weird, like, the it was made by Gearbox. Yeah, so this is Gearbox's... For the people who made Borderlands, this is the game in between Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3. Yeah. 
and it it, it launched as 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 far as I can remember on the same day as Overwatch, and not a great time to launch two very similar games, especially one which ended up being one of the most popular games in recent memory, Overwatch. So it's intriguing that you played this game significantly at all. Um, so yeah, sorry, continue. So Overwatch came out 2015. Yeah. And the Battleborn came out 2016. Oh, okay. I'm with you. My apologies. Uh, really? so they were, they were still right? closer, but I think it was like a five or six months gap. What? So 27th of October for Overwatch 2015, and then May 2016 for Battleborn. Really? Yeah, so it's about a six months difference. Is it? Was it Overwatch's console release? Uh, what I do you mean? They launched on the same day. No. It says both launched in May on this website. Oh, I don't know. What to tell you? Oh, sorry, you can carry on. Um, yeah, so Battleborn, it didn't do very well. I could always tell that it definitely wasn't as large as other things around it. But for me, it, like, it was still, it was probably more enjoyable for me, actually, I'd say. I think yeah, I actually enjoyed playing... May 2016. Fair enough. Yeah, sorry, carry um, on. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would say I actually enjoyed my time on Battleborn more than I did Overwatch. Um, I just think the gameplay was slightly better. Were you were you annoyed then at the, the you know that a lot of players weren't playing it? it? It stuck around for quite a while actually. I want to say it stuck around for maybe like two years, which isn't you, massively long. But I I think I played it for like most of that time, probably about a year and a half of that time. And you enjoyed it? I really did. I think I actually I played it for like a year, left it for about a month or two, and then came back to it again. What was it about uh, the game that you enjoyed then? I think it was the progression of the characters. There was quite a intense progression. Like to get from, you basically could like uh, essentially master a character, and the okay. further along you got with the character, the more the better the character got essentially. Yeah. So the, the longer you stuck out with one character, the better you could play, and the better you got. And I think that progression system really, really helped it live for as long as it did. And weirdly, I, I, I can't have to explain it. It kind of felt nice, like it, the feeling of the game had a really satisfying feel to it. <laughs> it's really hard to like explain that, but like it was That's very a satisfying game to play. It really was, yeah. It's just very yeah. satisfying, like the feeling of it and the overall. You, look of it, was, it felt kind frust- of Borderlandsy as well. Are you frustrated that it was a bit of a flop financially, and that you'll probably never get a sequel? Um, not necessarily. I think it's one of those games that kind of had its time, and it's it's okay. I mean, I did eventually get bored of it, um, but I think I actually got bored of it more because of people weren't playing it. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I think it sort of got to the point where I'd mastered maybe one or two characters, and I was happy with. I was. I would think I was done with it. Really, I think I sort of it. It had its time. It successfully, you know, fulfilled what I wanted out of it. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. So you, you well, never played this then? I played the demo, which was like one level, and I played as the guy with the red sword or something. And He's like the worst uh, character, but all right. Yeah, I thought he was, because I was like, this don't feel right. Well, he's actually like a good character, but he's just very boring. He's very plain. Just a guy with two swords, pretty much. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't for me. Mm. But, um, but a game that was for me, was Max Payne 3. 
Certainly was. That's very so, unfortunate. Yeah, so me and my brother got Max Payne 1 on OG Xbox. <laughs> I think we got Max Payne 2 on PS2. Never played 3. Always saw it in the shelf in the shop, and I was like, oh, they did a third one? Oh, I didn't I know that. I think I played 1 and 3, but not 2. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, think I, more, I think 2's like an extension of 1, essentially. But yeah. um, 3 was an interesting one, because 3 went under the radar, let alone the fact that Rockstar... Bought the IP and developed the game. Yeah, that had no had no idea. Had no idea. So I'm going through my huge back catalogue of games that I missed on the 360 generation. Right. So through uni, I had a little catch up period where I played every significant game that I missed. Yeah. uh, And this was one of those games. So I start playing it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this game's incredible!" It is amazing. I think it probably still holds up, right? Yeah, 100%. yeah, I still have it. I'm tempted to actually play it again just to sort Dude, of see. Just like the whole experience <laughs> that the cinematics provide of yeah, no, yeah, yeah, drinking and drugs and the music, and it all mel- molds together to create this intoxication of a Max Payne experience where you're not even sure if like what's actually happening is real, but mm. it, it's not unrealistic. Everything is super realistic and super dark. But it just provides this experience where by the end of it, you just think like that was incredible. Yeah. The the, the, the delivery of the act, the actors, it, it's just a superb, the gameplay is super <sighs> tight. Bullet time is as fun as ever, if not more fun. I was just so, so surprised by how good this game is and nobody talks about it. I yeah, was so shocked. I think it's been long enough for me now to actually forget all that stuff. So I think if I went back to it now, I probably would experience all that again. Yeah, definitely. Dude, I, I think you could do at least a couple of playthroughs, not only because there's different difficulty levels, but you can also do New York Minute, which is like a kill enemies to... You, you're on a time limit, but if when you kill enemies, it increases the time limit type thing, yeah, which I is stressful. I think I got to that point. I, I can't remember if I did the hard playthrough or not. I definitely remember trying it. <laughs> I don't remember... I remember. Yeah, struggled. I I did a collectible for sure. It's one of those games that's extremely linear, though, isn't it? It's like a very start and finish type game. Yeah, yeah, third person shooter, um, very linear. uh, Chapters. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. A lot Um, like. uh, Actually, I might put this in the history dip for another time. Um, Mafia. Oh, Mafia Two. Mafia Two specifically. I I tell you what. One game that still I haven't done is Mafia Three, and I've 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 started that game twice and just have not been able to do anything. <laughs> Don't do it, mate. I've I've not heard it. I've heard it's not great. Yes, <clears throat> Mafia Two was such a I don't know. It's very unique for me, at least. Oh, mate, Mafia Two was again one of the most I, underrated games of last generation. I think part of the reason why I haven't been able to do very well in Mafia Three, or even like get past the first ten minutes, literally, is that the achievements of it, it looks like it's going to take a, a while. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's part of the reason. It's just it's, the achievements look a bit difficult. And it's one of those ones we have to come back and make just different decisions. Oh, so you've God. got to play it at least twice. Oh. Yeah, and I think one playthrough is going to be enough for me, so I don't really want to even attempt it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, play if you want, mate. Yeah, yeah I'll, um, I'll, I might. I'll be one of those ones would, I'll probably never do, but there we go. I would highly recommend playing through Max Payne 3, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, the just 
just, and, and they moved it all to Brazil, and it was like a whole new image from Max Payne with like a Hawaiian shirt, and it works yeah, so that, well. That aspect of what I really liked because I think the, the I remember the first Max Payne being very dark and like you know leather, Snowy, black leather jacket and just yeah. sort of almost like Sin City, the, the film Sin City is sort of yeah. like that to me, like all black and white kind of. Exactly, yeah, like snowy yeah. New York, dark. Which I think with Max Payne three, they went the complete opposite, and it's so vibrant, and colorful, <laughs> like it is. Yeah. I loved. I think the thing I actually that brought me to Max Payne three was the aesthetic of the cover. Like it felt so rock star to me. Yes. Like the even the artwork for it is just like, oh, this is a rock star game. Like you can just tell instantly. Like 100%. you could you could literally just have the artwork and give it to a, a, like ten different gamers and be like, right, who made this game? That I reckon most of them would say Rockstar because it is it is it is Rockstar. Like you can just tell from the front. Hundred percent. Yeah, that art is just so. Oh man, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> oh man, it looks so good. It just it completely floored me with how good it was, especially again considering nobody talks about it. So what, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't done a reboot of Max Payne. Well, here's the thing: where's Max Payne four? I don't think I they. Even, it. I tell you what, I don't think they should even call it four. I think they should just call it Max Payne and like maybe a subtitle. Definitely. And reboot the whole thing, but make it still rockstar i reckon uh, we actually need to talk about this potentially next week as well but uh the new gta is uh in development <laughs> yes so i don't think max Payne 4 is coming anytime soon but no i think i don't think max Payne 3 was a big enough commercial hit or maybe they're uh, actually getting ready for four now i don't know <sighs> maybe they've finished it and they're like waiting to release it, it. <laughs> i could be wrong about yeah we should talk about this um next week because this this is a whole discussion of rockstar's release plan but from what i can tell it's pretty much a let's focus on one game for five years and then just release that yeah where they did go through a period where they were releasing two three games a year um with like a kind of main studio work you know like you had gta 4 and then you had like bully in there and then you had max Payne 3 in there and then you had gta 5 and then like nothing and then red dead 2 I mean, oh, probably, and then you had Red yeah. Dead One after GTA Four as well. True, Red Dead, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. had you had quite a few Rockstar games coming out, and now it's just kind of like a let's hunker down, do this, release it, hunker down, do this. But to be fair, when they've got so much online, anyway. Well, yeah. Let's um, leave it for another time, if that's all right, Jay. Uh, we can leave it for next week, unless you want to talk about. It. Do you want to talk about it? No, I think we can leave that. I think I'll, they'll probably, hopefully, there'll be some more news on that, just to maybe give it a little bit more beef. But other than that, yeah, yeah. I mean, that might that might be one of those ones that we just sort of follow up until it comes out. That might, that could literally be like a three or four year venture. <laughs> That's so true. I could literally okay. go on forever. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, we've, yeah, I think I've spoken enough about Max Payne three. So, just to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, you can write into the TGO show at contact at the game opinion. UK. It's spelled mm. exactly how it should be. And to finish off this week's show, Jay, what are you going to be playing this week? So, next yeah, week? it'll probably be finishing off 13. I mean, I'm getting to the point in the game now where I have to decide whether I want to do the, the grinding sooner rather than later or just wait until after the game I do it. So, I'll decide when I get there, more than likely, and then yeah, once that's over, I'll try and finish seven. And I'm actually kind of excited about going back to seven at this point. 
<laughs> what's the plan for seven? Are you going to mop up a few tra- you can do the whole hard playthrough? What's the plan? So, yeah, I'll finish the hard challenges because I'm basically max level. I'm like level 48, so I've got two more levels to go. I'll finish those because there's some more strategy videos out now, so I should be able to should be able to grind for that at least a little bit, and then I'll I'll probably either slowly or like just really like go through the hard as best I can because I know that some of those boss battles are going to be so difficult and hard. Man. Fair. I will say the game is very easy on easy, like extremely easy. And I'm is glad it only is it only normal out. and then hard? Uh, I think is there a normal? No, is it? Well, it's just easy and then hard. I think potentially, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to check that, but um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've tried hard a little bit, and it is quite difficult. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, and thirteen, means. for what it's worth, I would say complete it and then worry about any grinding for fear that you may be put off. I mean, I might even like just finish thirteen, finish seven, and then come back to thirteen again. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. we'll see. Just whatever I'm in the mood for, you know. What any any? Do you think you'll have a short, you know, a gaming break uh, if you lose motivation for either of these games? Maybe just take some time out, do some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to be playing the magic, the new set for Magic: The Gathering on on MTGA. Um, so that'll probably be my like my like breather, I suppose, just as something different entirely. Because I know I'm probably not going to play that for too long, so that'll probably just be like a nice little break in between Final Fantasy, so I don't know. I doubt this, but there is a perspective out there that says that we may not get another AAA release until September this year. Oh, what, at all, you mean? Yeah, depending on digital yeah, so the distribution. the one is going to be um, Cyberpunk, right? On 17th? Yeah. yeah, for sure. But what I mean is... Uh, games that were scheduled have now been delayed, i.e., Last of yeah. Us Part Two. Yeah. So, will the you know will that will Cyberpunk launch? I guess on time. Uh, I mean, they're they um from what I've seen, it looks like they're sticking to it. So yeah, yeah, hope so. I mean, seven so, matched yeah. to do it, so you know. True, true. They uh, they uh, did a really good I, job at that. Actually, I. I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk being the first like significant release for us of the year in terms of length because it gives us enough time to finish off almost everything else we want to do yeah. in terms of gaming. I think, anyway. Um, by and the time Cyberpunk is actually going to have a massive decision on whether I get the PS5 or the Xbox Series X first. Ooh, depending so, on the next-gen version. PlayStation don't say anything about uh, it being available on next gen for free if you've bought it on the previous gen, then I'm probably gonna have to go with the Xbox first. Game changer. It's a big, big. It's a big like game fork changer. in the road. It really is. I'm at the fork in the road right now, and game and Cyberpunk is like is you know calling me over. So Do, yeah, I I thought you were gonna buy both anyway. Are you just gonna buy the I Xbox mean, I first? I am, then... but I think it'll probably one before the other. I, mean, I, have to, I'll, I need to see the prices first. Though. I need to see prices. When you, Jay, Jay, you know what, Jay? Let's just go on a tangent here. Sure. Where's the new... Are you, I just want to see them. I just want to know how much they're going to cost. Like, it's April, dude. Like, no, if they're going to come out... 
if they're going to come out, I just want to know now. We've been talking about it for so... I mean, me and you haven't, but everyone else has been talking about it for so long now. Can we just see them? I mean, we've seen one. I'm just going to see the other. <laughs> True, but we haven't like had a deep dive into the Xbox. You know, we. I want to. I want to see it on stage. I want to. You know, I want to. I want to see how it works. I want to see the UI. You know, I feel like we would have got that A3, right? Yeah, I think so, mate. So we've still yeah. got time. I reckon in July they'll do. They'll have recorded a, their own press conference, like an yeah. E3 style conference, like like PlayStation did with their releasing of their information. I reckon they'll do that, and then. We'll have all the information in July, more than likely. You sound you sound very patient with it. You sound like oh, you're no, just... I, you have to be nowadays, man. Like, you really fair. do. Like you can't you can't let this stuff weigh on you. You have to forget about it and then be surprised yeah. when it does come around. Because then it's a much nicer feeling being surprised by something like that than it is constantly waiting for it. You know, like watching 100%. the kettle boil is going to take so much longer than not. So, hundred uh, percent. I'm usually like you 99% of the time, Jay. I, a few subjects, topics, wants, desires does get me, and the new console reveal is starting to get to me now. Um, yeah, I'm a bit annoyed I haven't seen the five yet. Yeah. yeah I'm, to I'm, say getting it. A bit, I'm getting it because it, it's, it's dominating every podcast I listen to, and we still haven't seen it, and I'm just getting a bit frustrated now. Um, yeah, it's it. going to be a while. It's going to be a while, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the earliest, I'd say July. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fine, because then I can just put that in the back of the, my mind then. If if you think that it's going to be that long, that's fine. I'll just, I'm now going to consider it a significant wait and not keep my hopes up that it's going to be revealed next week. Dude, people have been waiting for Final Fantasy VII for 23 years. I think we can wait a little bit longer for this. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Yeah, um, so, end of this week, Jay, hopefully tomorrow. I'm going to finish Skyrim. Yes, yeah, so huge... what day is this? Thursday today. Thursday um, today. I'm guessing Fallen Order has arrived, has it? Fallen Order arrived on Tuesday. That's what I thought. Yeah, see, if I was you, I would have stopped playing Skyrim. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I mean, it depends. I'm not you, so, you know. But... Look, mate, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but I just, like you said, I've waited X amount of months for Fallen yeah, Order. True. I can wait a few you days can longer. Wait, you can wait a few days longer. I just, want, I just wanted to mop up Skyrim because then I can get rid of my 360. Which I feel is like it's, a lot, it's a lot nicer having a game like literally ready the next second. The second it's after you've been in Skyrim, it's going to be right there. So. Dude, when I'm level 77 and I've got one more level, I'll start installing Fallen Order. You know? I was going to say, I was going to ask, have you installed it yet? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I am. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. But I, I can't tell you how much relief I'm going to feel once I finish Skyrim, because that is basically a 10-year venture that I'm going to finally finish. I, I will say Fallen Order is a very satisfying trophy list to go through, or achievement list to go through. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Yeah, oh. very, it's very nice. I can't wait. Um, yeah, and I, I I also can't wait to. I think I'm going to get the Modern Warfare Two campaign remaster when it comes to Xbox at the end of the month. Really? And yeah, I think I am okay. because I I just kind of want to go through it and then just be done with it in a few days and then just have that experience. Yeah. Like I I know it's only the campaign and it's probably quite expensive, but I'm not spending my money on anything else in particular at the moment, and I I do want to play through that campaign again, and it's a short venture. For the most part, it's not twenty hours long. Okay, so you're willing to spend what is it like twenty quid? Yeah. Okay. I'm just not spending my money on anything else. Have you looked? 
see if there's anything else you're missing. Yeah. Yeah. Any just, games? Yeah, definitely not. Doom Eternal, that's 50 quid, so. Sure. Have you played Kingdom Hearts 3 yet? No, but I want to go through that whole franchise. Yeah, you say that. I didn't. I didn't feel the need too much. Fair. I think you'd be surprised at how really? much you don't need to play one and two to appreciate three. Oh, sure. I I do. I kind of just want to though, because I never got. I never played two. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. One. I mean, I you do you, you have a PS3? No. No. Have you PS4. have you bought the collection? No. And oh, it was on okay. sale for like twenty or thirty quid the other month, and I was like, oh yeah. no. I was going to say, you could either get the collection. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I can't remember if I told you this. Basically, mate, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, first Kingdom Hearts game to come out on Xbox. Yeah. And then, I don't know, yeah, I can't, can't remember if I told you this, but all the collections and remake, remixes and stuff never came to Xbox yeah, until true. now. They were, they were launched on Xbox like a month ago. Yeah. What, like a year after the first like Kingdom Hearts 3. What I'm trying to say is it makes no sense. Why not give Xboxes, Xbox fans the chance to play through all of the first games before 3 comes out? But they didn't. Anyway. Yeah, that is odd. Now... I would have, probably would have made a good amount of money if they had. Exactly. Yeah. They've done it now. So they've yeah. got 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8, or whatever it's called. Yeah. So I'm now going to wait for them to release the all-in-one package, which they will on Xbox, which is every Kingdom Hearts game ever released. Yeah. And I'll probably get that. Okay. I mean, you are going to miss out on quite a few Kingdom Hearts games, though, because they yeah. only came out on, like, I think one is a mobile-only one, one is a DS-only, one is a PSP-only. Yeah. So, so, so the, a few you're going to miss, but I don't think these, you worry too much about those. The, these remixes, they've got all the remastered versions of all those weird games in them. I don't think they have them all. They don't have, like, the DS and the mobile yeah. and the PlayStation or the PSP they ones, do. do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. They actually redid the DS one to, with 3D graphics, I think. Fair enough. Yeah, check it out, dude. I think you'd um you'd like the look to of. To be the honest, game. I think like with previous Final Fantasy, some Final Fantasy, I think Kingdom Hearts is actually too big of a of a thing for me to go back and actually concentrate on. Now I've tried like figuring out the history of it and it's just so in depth it's actually <laughs> i mean I've, so, it's so confusing it's very yeah like it made i playing the third one it, like it i knew enough for me to enjoy it but you need to know a lot like a lot a lot for sure like, more than like final fantasy 13 a lot like Maybe. more than final fantasy 7 a lot like, that's a lot a lot like it's probably like <laughs> 7 13 and 15 combined with more a lot I think you're right. I think like, you're it's, right. It's fun. It didn't take me. I mean, it probably took me like I don't know, six or seven maybe hours. I'll just, maybe I'll just leave the memory of playing the first game in my mind, and I'll never. Maybe I'll just never touch them again. Maybe that's the best way forward. <sighs> I feel like it's difficult to actually get the story from the old games nowadays. It's like you kind of have to read it. Almost. Yeah, sure. I mean, it might even be worth just playing it and then reading it after, and then you might actually be able to like get it all in. No, sure. I'm, I guess I'm just wondering if the games are even good enough at this point, and and like you know, that's 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 going to be a 200 hour investment of my it's life. Not more. So, am I really going to enjoy it that much? Probably not. <laughs> just to be able to play three. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to say. I mean, yeah, I don't want to like spoil your experience, so you can do you know, 
how you no, see. No, I appreciate fit. I appreciate your input, man. Um, yeah, no, I think I, I I definitely would have done what you want to do, but at the time I had three, and I was like, well, I might as well just play it now. Why yeah, fair play. If you yeah, haven't bought I, three, then don't worry about it. But yeah, yeah I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I see. I, I'd, already, I'd already pre-ordered it, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's a bit of a waste if I don't play it now. Yeah, no fair. Um, I can hear your judgment in your voice, Jay, of me buying the Modern Warfare Two Remaster. So do you? Do you? No, do you no, there's, no, there's no massive judgment. It's just like I feel like you could probably save that money and use it for something that you that you could probably have a better time with. Oh, I, see, think, I think I, you're underestimating how much I really want to play that campaign. I mean, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, it's, yeah, I just, I don't know, there must be something else that you have, like, are looking to forward fair, to, mate, or of what but, to play more. But to be fair, almost every game I buy is cheaper than the launch price or on sale, like, literally everything I've bought in the last, like, four years. The only two games that I've bought brand new in the last five years is Doom 2016, because I was reviewing it. Sure. It's Red Dead 2, because it's Red Dead 2. Yeah, and Red Dead 2. Shadow of Mordor, because I had the money and I had nothing else to play. That's that's the first Shadow, uh, the first Lord of the Rings, Shadow of Mordor, not Shadow uh, of Mordor. You must be a lot better at saving your money than I am. Then. <laughs> I just find that I've got so much to play that, again, I don't need to buy any new games because I'm already playing through them, basically. Um, yeah. I guess but, that's true. So in that respect, all I'm trying to say is that I kind of want to treat myself to a 20 quid, you know, campaign, which will just come out. And I never really buy games that just come out kind of thing. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I can definitely see the appeal. I really actually, I say Modern Warfare 2 campaign is probably one of the better uh, Call of Duty campaigns. So if you're going to ever play one, then that would be the one to do. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is where getting free game codes would be really useful for me and you because I could just play through that from a game, you know, Activision just like, oh, you're a, a spokesperson for someone. Oh, here's a free code for, you know, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. And I was just like, yeah, nice one. I'll blitz through that. Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> like yeah. some games you'll play if you get given the chance to play them for free. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. Yeah. So like, like some game, like some games I look at, I'm like, "There's no way I'm touching that." But if I do, you know, if I got early access for free, I probably would actually try out. Yeah, I feel like that with some movies. I'm like, I would never pay money to go see that at the cinema. <laughs> 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 so, if, if someone gave it to me for free, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll watch that on like a Sunday afternoon, whatever." Really? Yeah, there's so many like that. I've watched so many. This thing, I've actually been pleasantly surprised like that though. There's been a few films where I'm like, I would never touch that with a bloody ten foot pole, but then I actually watch it. You know, or maybe it's like free on Netflix or whatever, or it's on Netflix. I'm like, oh, I probably should have gone to see that in the cinema because I would have enjoyed it. But, mate, I love the fact you said Sunday afternoon because that is also my prime movie watch time. I can't I watch movies. I'd say my prime movie time is like evening. It's like after tea before yeah. bed. Like that's the perfect time to watch watch a I- film. I have to agree, although I have watched films in the morning and stuff, but unless it's a morning film, like Shrek maybe, I just can't <laughs> I just can't justify like watching Goodfellas at eleven o'clock and during the day. Like it doesn't feel right. i I do that sometimes. There'll be like a few films that I've got lined up, like three or four lined up, and I'll start in the morning and finish in the evening. Fair. Sometimes. Fair. Very rare. Like maybe once every three or four months I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well Jay, 
thank you very much for your time and contributions. Yeah. I appreciate it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, slash Jay's dad, uh, yeah, yeah. thank you very much for listening to the TGO show. This is a weekly show uh, for now. And I think it's about time we go eat or play games. Yeah, let's go play some games. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. I want to finish Skyrim so bad. I haven't played it yet today. Wow. I'm so busy. Wow, that's weird. Oh, so frustrating. I literally put... Jay, last thing, right? Mm. I have not played like this in 10 years. I put it, I played Skyrim for like 12 hours straight yesterday. Yeah, no, that's what I did with Final Fantasy. <laughs> just played it for like 12 hours. Dude, I just I haven't played like that since... 13 years old in summer holidays. Oh, wow. Well, no, I've done it a lot since then. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Uh, I guess yeah, right. you put the time in, isn't it? That's the thing. I just, yeah, mate. Just never, like, never the time, really. Because we live away now. Yeah. It's like every weekend is travel.